we're going to find a lawn dirt set. Amazon. We're going to find the Grape Ape bed sheets. Amazon. We're going to find the Chicago Cubs signed baseball and bat set. Amazon. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner. I'm clubbing it. In the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Good morning, good sir. Good morning, good sir. I like that. What's up? Um, stuff. Cool. <clears throat> so. You about to, you pinched to instant uh, educate me? What? You finsta educate me? I'm finsta. Yeah. I'm finsta ed- educate you. Finsta, finsta, I'm gonna hook, a, hook a up. That's uh, <laughs> weird. We're gonna talk about Kovic <laughs> today. <laughs> no, For shizzle. I, I, we'll probably uh, briefly touch on it. But uh, so we're gonna go backwards. Back into the stuff I sent myself here. And Just then call we me also Marty. have some uh, stuff on the. Twitter, uh, but I gotta get to it. Alright, I, I can't just be looking at stupid shit like that. So I'm gonna get that set up. And, uh, alright, <laughs> here we go. Everybody just uh, experienced funny. a blooper. <laughs> That's funny. Wrong show. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> what is? What is? It I did is. that the other day this at work. This is so too. hard for me to like because I'm used to looking right here and yeah, you no. looking there, so, yeah. and now I got to look up there. I can barely see what the hell I'm doing. All right, this is a video. <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> Hang on, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a little adjusting. Uh, yeah, that was neat. <laughs> so, give me a second. <clears throat> I gotta move that down and then. You should oh, wait, have, your, have your email yeah. here. Yeah, that's what and I your need video to do. there. Yeah. All right. Whoa, why is it so big? That's what she said. Hang on, I gotta resize. All this stuff should have been on up there, but well, it, we didn't have this happen. Oh time. no, yeah, because all right. So let me just explain to the listeners. Listen again, up, while people. I get Take this notes. set up, is <clears throat> we are using a uh, laptop that's. Got an HDMI to a big screen, and and something happened where now it's like multi-screen. So it's got two screens and so like one. I move thing off the laptop and it goes onto the you know people understand the concept, yeah. but that's the what we're dealing with. So there we go. We'll move that there, and then I'm gonna move this 
over here. It's so weird that no, you have no idea why it happened. Either, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, it didn't used to do this. You know what I mean? We yeah. used to just have the one, but somehow so, when I unplugged it and replugged it back in, it just set up. We had, yeah. we had to figure that out. Anyways, it's not a big deal. So I will play the video for you on here. Okay. And then when we're done with these, then I'll have to move the other one back. Twitter over. over. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. Yeah, this is going to be fun. All right. So I don't even remember what this is now. It says what astronauts saw on the moon, part D. Must have thought it was interesting. Keep in mind, I've grabbed these, uh, like these Years are a few ago. weeks old. So <clears throat> let's have a look. Let me turn it down because it seemed a little loud. All right, here we go. Action. Columbia, this is Houston, over. All white object. According to scientist and NASA researcher Otto Bender, various ham radio operators were able to intercept secret communications with mission control that were not made public. The astronauts apparently talked about seeing extraterrestrial objects on the moon, including flying saucers parked along the edge of a crater within their view. Now, the truth of it is, is that each of the astronauts had a separate medical channel. That channel was not public, and it could have been very easily used to communicate information that you didn't want to be heard over the general public transmissions. What's really interesting about that story, though, is the fact that within 30 minutes of the landing on the moon, that story was circulating around NASA that, hey, guess what? They saw something on the crater. They were all upset. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know if they should go out. It is interesting when you watch the feed of when they came back from the moon. And they're not sitting there jumping up and down for joy and saying, I had the most incredible experience in my life. I was on the moon. They're not saying that. They look very sullen, very depressed. They're looking down. They almost look like they want to vomit. That's how disturbed they look. Could they have seen something there that they didn't want to tell the public because of the implications? I believe that uh, what this country set out to do was something that was going to be done sooner or later. We find for the first time that, that man has the, the flexibility or the option of uh, either walking this planet or some other planet. It's uh, a beginning of a new age. After Apollo 11, NASA would send six more manned missions to the moon, culminating with Apollo 17 in 1972. One of the most interesting questions with regard to our interaction with the moon is why we have never gone back there again since the Apollo missions. And what else is very telling is that although the USSR at the time was getting to be quite able to send its own astronauts to the moon, it never seems to have done so. Could it be that there were agencies associated with the moon, aliens or other beings who had warned humanity to stay away for some reason? That's wild. Yeah. So, um, it is interesting when you see that footage, how they 
I mean, you think you'd just gone to the fucking moon. Why are you so like, yeah, they do look depressed and not, <clears throat> they don't look happy. No. <clears throat> you and you would be, you'd at the very least, you'd be happy that you're back, back and you're and alive, you're alive yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but that goes along with the theory that they actually went somewhere. Because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. also the theory that they never actually went anywhere. They just right. filmed, which you'd have the same thing same if, if you were, if you knew you were duping an entire, the entire world. world. Yeah, the world. That you had gone to this place, but you didn't mm-hmm. go and you filmed this thing on a film set. And now you have to go for the next, well, your rest of your life and pretend that you had done this right. thing. You would be the same way. So which one is it? Right. That's the question. It's one of the two. <clears throat> one of the two is yeah. right. Or, the, or it's both. Because there's still, there isn't a third option of it's both. They filmed a fake moon landing and then went to the actual moon and the alien thing ha- happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they, well, the reason they filmed the fake one is in case something fucking happened on the real mission, at least they'd have a video to like portray because they would have covered that up. Right. You know what I mean? They wouldn't mm-hmm. want you to know that like all people had died or right. see them die on live TV. So they used the shit they filmed in the fucking studio or out in the desert or whatever for that and then did the real thing. It's so all the aliens, oh we never talk about this. So when they come back, you know what I mean? There, there yeah. could be that third option. It's there one of be. those three though. Yeah, no. I bet. Makes good sense. Yeah. It's I don't crazy. Know. I mean, I I still don't think we went there. I don't think you can go there. I, I, I don't either. I feel like unless I think the only way we could go there is if it if it is more local in terms of like where the um, space station is, how that's in kind of like inner low inner orbit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that goes hand in hand with more of the flat earth dome theory. Right. And the sun and the moon are both within that dome meaning they're local and we're not this fucking thing spinning through this space and all this bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, <clears throat> but then that means you could go to this object and land on it, but then what in the fuck is it? You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, and the sun's local then too. I don't know. See, there's, there's all these things that like my thing is like is wasn't the moon supposedly created by Earth like isn't it like a piece of Earth oh, or something? That's what Ray <laughs> claims. Why does it illuminate? No other part of Earth illuminates. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. What? So how is that part of the? Earth? Yeah, how, how does the? Because well, what they say is well the, so it's the sun, is hitting the moon, and that's why it, it it's like that except. If you go with the whole uh, ball Earth theory, there's times when the sun is not on the moon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when they say how oh, it's a crescent and all yeah, this shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm more inclined to think, based on the lunar wave, mm-hmm. the reset of the screen that we're seeing mm-hmm. is it's a it's a massive hologram. Or some sort of like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, if you've ever been on like a movie set, you've always got the guy off the side with the little round aluminum foil looking thing trying to get light on the actor. Something like that, but like up there and it'd be like, you know what I mean? Because that yeah. illuminates kind of itself if you shine the light on it or whatever, right, right. or behind it. And then what's the sun? 
You know what I mean? Is it really a ball of fire going around? No, it's probably just a, but like you could say, well, what, well, how does it, like, if it's just a, if it's a light bulb or several light bulbs, why does it never go out? Well, well, every, every day it's dark. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we know? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I don't have all the answers. I know, I know. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a giant ball of fire, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fire and eventually goes out. And I think there's out. energy. And not only that, but let's say, it is a, let's say it is a ball of fire. Why does that ball of fire stay where it's at and just rotates in a yeah. circle? It doesn't get bigger. It doesn't get well, smaller. How are they keeping the International Space Station out there? Right. Is it, I don't know. It's all bullshit. Dude, it's... <clears throat> There's a lot of things. This is why I won't hang my hat 100% on anything because I don't think we know. I will hang my hat 100% on the fact that everything we've been told is bullshit. Oh, yeah. 100% hang my hat on that. (laughs) To some extent, yes, everything is bullshit. Um, But I don't know. I'm more inclined to believe the flat earth dome theory uh, because I feel like with all those tests... They just don't prove that we're on a ball. Right. They're, it's, or the ball's a lot bigger than what they say. It's mm-hmm. one of those two things. And that's why I'm not like, I won't say, well, I'm 100% it's a flat earth. Because it's possible that it is a ball earth. But the calculations and all that that the, the scientists have said it is, it's wrong, right? The math because based on their math, you shouldn't see these things, and we are seeing them. Mm-hmm. So it, it's either five times bigger than what they say it is, or it's not Nothing a ball. Else, right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. somewhere. There's a that's and that's why I basically said. Well, the, you've seen like, you've seen the picture from the flat Earth Twitter account or Instagram account where it's got the street lights. Yeah, and then it's got. The sun, yeah, it's and like, how it's it goes in the it's like the yeah. same thing. It's just yeah. because it's further away. The further something gets away, it's not going over the horizon or whatever. Because if you then, yeah, it's it's how shit works. I mean, mm-hmm. you could set a little army guy at one end of a table, and the further down you put your head, even with the table, mm-hmm. that army guy disappears. Right. Well, your table's not curving around the earth because your table's only fucking six feet long, right? It's because a perspective mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Let's uh, head to the next. All right. A little, little ditty. Make sure you move it over when you get it ready. Well, hopefully it pops up on your side there. Oh, shit. All right. And yeah. Work. When Michael was looking really really bad the clone body was breaking down because clones don't think like humans clone have to have people around them to tell them what they do because they get adolescence they can't think properly it's called handlers (laughs) right so when michael started to break down his body was breaking down his nose was artificial i don't know if y'all noticed go back and google michael jackson no it looks like a robot because it wasn't him his whole head was a wig it was a cap because when they first cloned michael he didn't have any hair it all burnt off in the pepsi commercial they put michael in a capsule 
and cloned it. Brought him back two years as the clone, and Michael Jackson was watching all of this, like, I can't believe they're doing this. So what happened to Michael? He just lived his life. Michael Jackson is still alive. He's already appeared on TV, but y'all didn't even know who he was. Go back and watch the CNN of Larry oh, yeah, King, watch the this guy shit. with the glasses, with the, the, the real bad burnt victim that played like Michael Jackson, Satan, when he was a kid. That's Michael Jackson. Same voice, dude. It burned him so bad it disfigured him. It, it, it tore up his skin. It did everything to him. You understand what I'm telling you? And also, after Michael was cloned, the real Michael Jackson, they bleached his skin. So he would look nothing like Michael. If you look at the dude who was on Larry King telling you about his childhood, how Michael Jackson his name happened, Dave Dave. He looks just like Michael. Just look at his eyes. You ever heard of this guy? That's Michael no, Jackson. Me neither. So He's disfigured. That's how he looked when he got done with the Pepsi commercial. Joining us now here in Los Angeles, Miko Brando, who was with us almost every night after this untimely passing. Longtime Michael Jackson friend attending the funeral. And Dave Dave. Yes, that's his name, Dave Dave. He was David Rothenberg. He was set on fire in 1983, suffered, as you can see, terrible scars. Michael Jackson befriended him and paid for a lot of his surgeries. Dave Dave is also attending the burial. Why Dave Dave? Well, to liberate myself from the confines of my father's criminality. I he caused the fire? Yeah. He, he is a criminal and he uh, caused all this. To, to free myself of his name and his legacy, I decided to become my own person through changing my name. How do you find out about you, Dave? Um, he heard about me and he had contacted me and wanted to meet me. How old were you at the time? I was about seven years old at the time. And were you in the hospital? I was not in the hospital at the time. I was, I was in interim back and forth from surgery. Interesting. It does sound like him. Yeah. I... And going off of why he changed his name to that, yeah. yeah. Do a Google search of what Dave Dave looks like now. Right. I've never heard of this before. You have? Or just now? When I saw this video, that was the first time I had... Well, I'd always heard like the Michael Jackson was like a clone thing. Mm-hmm. But like the way that video kind of explains it with like the... You know, how he was a clone. So And, and the clone was like breaking down, which is why he... Like started looking completely different, and then mm-hmm. they, you know, the bleach skin, and then the hair caught on fire, and it would disfigure him, and then, you know, all this shit. I, I could see, and he, Michael Jackson was one of those people. Like you could see that being, like he'd mm-hmm. still be alive as Dave, Dave, right? And nobody change his fucking name and all this because you know, there's think of all the. Uh, he was like a child, stuck in an adult's body, right? And. Right. What would a child call themselves? Dave, Dave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is like a, a child's mind. Uh, Dave, Dave's dad caused all this bad shit to, that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's dad was horribly mean to yeah, him. He wanted to get rid of think his, about his it. legacy. Yeah, this guy's is this the it's guy's dad. Who's fucking, this guy's dad? Fucking nobody. Yeah, you know. So here I'm gonna Dave Roth and. <clears throat> oh wait! Hmm. Wow! I can't see. I'll just read it to you. There's nothing to see. Uh, Dave, Dave is dead. Dave. Oh really? Yeah. When? Oh wait. 
Okay, so there's a Dave Rothenberg, who's a sports commentator. But Dave, Dave, mm -hmm. Dave Rothenberger, mm -hmm. which is who the saying. Uh, Medical examiners in Las Vegas have determined that the death of artist Dave Dave was from natural causes. Clark County Coroner John Fudenberg. There's too many bergs and burgers and all this That's shit. It sounds fake. Issued a statement Monday saying the artist who was born David Rothenberg died July 15th at Sunrise Hospital in Las Vegas from sepsis due to pneumonia. He was 42. In December, when was it? What was the date? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm the, curious. Uh, if it's any... October 20... No, that's when the story... October 22nd, 2018. But died July 15th. So I would just presume 2018. When did Michael die? Before that, right? That was like 2006 or something, wasn't it? Um, yeah, let me look up when Michael Jackson died. That's kind of almost like a Tupac Machiavelli thing. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. When did Dave Dave become Dave Dave? Michael Jackson died June 25th, 2009. Nine? So when when did Dave Dave change his name? Let's see. When did Dave Dave Or do a, could you do a Wikipedia, Dave Dave? Name. Maybe that'll give us more time frame. The boy used to be called David Rothenberg, but he changed his name to free himself from his father's name and criminality, as he put it, after his father had committed an abominable crime. He doused himself. Okay, that doesn't... I'm sure it'll say on this thing here, so give me one second. Come on, to By 1990s... Okay, hang on. Six years old when his dad tried burning him to death, supposedly. March 3rd, 1983. Um, let's see. Uh, it doesn't really say. No. Hang on. Um, doesn't really say when he changed his name to Dave Dave. Oh, right here. Rothenberg attended Art Center College of Design. By 1996, he was using only his first name. He then legally changed his name to Dave Dave to free myself of Charles Rothenberg's name and his legacy, as he said then. He became a house music DJ music producer, and rap musician. In 1996, he directed a music video for Kelly Liddell. He later focused on conceptual art in Las Vegas. There's that uh, Cirque du Soleil show in Vegas called mm. One. That's a Michael Jackson thing. <clears throat> huh. He basically, in the music industry, Yeah, it's, you know... It's a way for Michael Jackson to die in 2009, but yet maintain yeah, his career. A you know what or I mean? A career, yeah. A alter. He had an alternate. When did Michael Jackson catch on fire? We need to look at that day. Yeah. Michael Jackson hair a Pepsi on commercial. Fire. Yeah, it was a Pepsi. They were filming a Pepsi commercial. 
was like 87 or something. It was early. Whoa. Raw footage, it says, of that? Really? That's what it's saying. Play that funky white music, <laughs> white boy. <laughs> January. Michael Jackson's head on fire during filming of his 1984 Pepsi commercial. When did Dave Dave catch on fire? 1983. Interesting. I was close. I said 87. But Michael Jackson was older. He was 50 when he died. Yeah. Dave Dave, Dave died when 42. he was 42. But you couldn't tell because Michael Jackson looked completely different yeah. than what he yeah. he was. And Dave Dave, you, he's, you couldn't tell what he would have looked like beforehand. Right. Because he was, it was completely Badly disfigured. Well, like they're taking skin from probably other parts of his body and like mm-hmm. you know, put, put, put some butt, butt here. Butt and, He's a butt face. Yeah. Is there real footage? Uh, that's what this thing says. Let's see if I can. Hang on. I want to make sure. All right. I'm going to try and move this over here. Some viewers may find this disturbing. Yeah, who gives a shit? We'll see if it is what it says. It says, Michael Jackson's hair catching on fire. HD and raw footage. (laughs) Shimon. even know it. I just kept going on like nothing happened. that pyro yeah. and his jerry curl and all that shit that he's got in his fucking hair he's tackled down he doesn't even know why he's on fire or why he's getting oh, yeah, tackled he, I don't think he knows that his at least based on this he didn't appear to know his hair was on fucking fire but that burn from that I don't know if it I mean you could see it Oh, I like burn the top of his fucking head right there. But see, like, when you... Like, he had done so much other plastic surgery and shit. Whether, and even though he denied it. Ever, he denied ever doing anything, any yeah. plastic surgery. You know he did. Yeah, he did. What's to say he didn't... Jackson was rushed to the hospital last fucking, night after... Um, do a com- an even more complete makeover to look like Dave Dave. Or mm-hmm. the creation mm-hmm. of Dave Dave, or whatever. you know what I mean, right. and go with this whole. Well, my dad, well, he he fucking hated his dad. Yep. So what if you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know, dude. It, it could be complete bullshit, and maybe there yeah. was a whole separate person named Dave Dave. Dave. Yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. All uh, right, moving right along. What's next? <clears throat> well, Michael, he <laughs> touching little boys. <laughs> Do you think he did that? Touch little boys. Absolutely. You think he was a, a peed? He's the king of pedophiles. Oh, I'm sorry, king of pop. My bad. 
miss misspoke there. Allegedly. Shimon. Allegedly. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Here's the next video. Yeah. Special forces encounter giants in Antarctica. You heard it here first. It was the early 2000s, right around the same time as the Kandahar Giant, when a team of Navy SEALs was called to Antarctica. Their mission was to plunge deep into the ice shelf and explore ruins recently discovered by ground-penetrating radar. Upon arrival at the site, they would begin their descent down a large pre-drilled hole that would open up into a cavern. As soon as their boots hit the ground, they would quickly realize the cavern was actually a massive megalithic structure. The structures were thousands of years old, and they believed them to be built by the ancient builder race, the same ones that built the pyramids. Amazed, they began exploring, eventually stumbling upon a large door. One of the seals would approach the door and touch it with his hand. To their surprise, it began shifting, almost as if powered by anti-gravity. The 30-foot door would move back and to the side, letting them into the corridor. In utter disbelief, they decide to split up into groups of two. They cautiously make their way around the room, noticing hieroglyphs of which they had never seen before. As they sweep the area, senses heightened, one of the men yells, Guys, come look at this! As the rest of the team approaches this portion of the structure, they instantly notice the super advanced tech. And their comrades staring at a large crystal chamber. They brush a layer of frost off that has accumulated over thousands of years. And inside, they see it. It's approximately 14 to 16 feet tall. Its massive frame towering over the men. Its eyes still open with a fierce look on its face, almost as if it's staring at them. The warm blood running through their veins turns cold. As it is said, when a soldier first experiences these beings, it changes them. They will never be the same, but some take it better than others. It is reported that some soldiers lose their head completely upon sight. They simply cannot handle it. They have to back out. Others' hair has turned completely gray in an instant. They are simply that afraid. As they're pondering over what they're looking at, one of the soldiers says, Guys, check it out. They look over, and two of the chambers have already been broken through. These crystal chambers had them in a stasis, and they are now waking up. That's when the lead seal yells out, All right, fellas, you know what time it is. On me. They hastily start swapping out the cliffs on their assault rifles. They've come prepared, as if they already knew what they were going to encounter. The rounds in these new magazines were something special. They weren't regular hollow point lead. They were actually made of pure copper. As the military and the Pentagon knew that pure copper is the only thing that kills these beasts. Using anything else is futile and will not hurt them. As they're finally getting locked and loaded, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they hear a cry. And no sooner do they turn around, one of the beasts flies from behind a megalith. It grabs one of the soldiers and slams him to the ground, killing him instantly. The second beast jumps from a ledge above, landing on another, squishing him to a pulp. Fire, fire, fire! They open up. The beasts run through the bullets as if they don't even touch them. The rest of the men scramble to take cover. They slide to cover and look back. They're gone. They move throughout the corridor swiftly and silently. Sorry, y'all. Gotta do a part two for this one. So where does he get this information? I don't know. It's a good story. Yeah. Now, like, this guy, you go to his, like, TikTok, and he's got tons of, like, different shit. Mm -hmm. But, see, like, I don't like these whole part twos and shit like that. Yeah. And I don't believe I grabbed the part two, so. I don't believe a word you said of it. Could be bullshit. I think it is. Who is this fucking random guy going to get information like that? True. True. You know. Uh, Well, I don't know. Let's find out if this is part two or... Something else. Something else altogether. More than likely. So, 
I guess it'd be easier for the listeners at home if I read what was on screen. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning. That's kind of interesting, though. All right. Archaeologist digging up burial ground in Iraq when he started hearing some crying out from underground. You can hear shackles and grunting. I will pause it each time there's new words on screen to read. Many think they could be tunnels that connect to the caves under the Haditha Dam or Haditha Dam. There is a legend that four fallen angels were imprisoned here by Raphael per the Lord's request. Could this be the fallen giants? All I can say, Dave, is it'd be pretty fucking weird if you were like, you know, like it kind of found like some holes that like led to like a cave or whatever underneath the ground. And you started hearing some fucking noises like that. Would you be like, well, let's dig this bitch out. (laughs) Or would you be like, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) I don't know, dude. It's an interesting video. My only issue here is that what's to say they didn't add over like this other audio over top of it? You know what I mean? Because it's possible. Like, like highly possible. That's what happened. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. But it's interesting either way. Like, they took footage of somebody, like... Playing in the sand. <laughs> basically, or they're trying to, like... Yeah, they're kind of... Like, here's where I start thinking, if he's trying to figure out what those noises are, why is he measuring that space with his hand? Right. When you hear these noises, you'd be more like trying to shove a camera down in that hole. Mm-hmm. Or dig the hole wider, or getting the fuck out of there, right? Right. Typically. You're not going to stand there and say, "Hey, this is uh, three knuckles worth." How big is my cock? You know, like yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) night god three three three. Yes. All right. So there's that. All right. There's just a few more. I think there was six total videos. That's fine. I think we're on the last two, and then we got some. Pictures, and then we got some uh, interesting tweeters. Tweeters. I like tweeters. Here we go. He begged the media to help her sell the Democrats' $3.5 trillion tax and spend bill. So do you think you need to do a better job at messaging and going forward? How do you sell this if ultimately you have to... Well, I think you all could do a better job of selling it, to be very frank with you. (laughs) Pelosi's asking the media for help, but... The media can't say what's actually in this thing, because if they did, the entire country would revolt. It's stalled now, thank God, and the Democrats are panicking that we'll start picking through this boondoggle and report what's in it. Well, we did that, and here's what we found. The most expensive bill in American history, $4.3 trillion. 
When we built the interstate highway system, this is eight times the cost of that. They want $400 billion for government daycare. That's right. Hundreds of billions for federally funded babysitters, literally cradle to the grave. Billions in subsidies to stay home instead of work and give unions total control of the economy. Largest tax increase in American history, $2 trillion. Higher business taxes than socialist Europe and even communist China. Taxes passed down to consumers with higher prices, fueling more massive inflation, bringing us back to the Carter years. $50 billion in death taxes. Makes you pay more taxes after you die, so your family doesn't get as much. $80 billion tax hike on small businesses, which just got slaughtered during the pandemic. Taxes on energy, taxes on employers, and if you smoke cigarettes, the cost of a pack just went way up. Big-time tobacco taxes here. Doubles the number of IRS agents, and none are going to be allowed to look at Hunter Biden, just at the rest of us. Let's IRS agents spy on your bank account if you have a balance of over 600 bucks, which is pretty much everybody. This is the Green New Deal that most Democrats didn't want to touch because it was too politically toxic, so they just hid everything in this thing. $7 billion for the Green New Deal climate police. They wanted to fund the real police, but fund the climate police. $10 billion in Green New Deal slush funds to indoctrinate college students. $2 billion for green job training. Now, remember, Obama already tried this, and he couldn't point to a single green job he created. Mm -hmm. This blocks American energy exploration, which increases our dependence on the Middle East and Russia. Great areas. $27 billion for a green bank. We're getting ripped off, guys. This is where donors go for cheap loans. It's that simple. Forces Americans to use wind and solar in places where it isn't very sunny or windy. California already did this, and it caused rolling blackouts. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. Well, that's our future. Where the fuck's my mouse? Oh, there we are. <clears throat> By the way, that did get passed. From when I got that video to now, it's passed. Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. one where he signed and said, I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to sign yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. In 85 classic, Back to the Future, at a scene called the Twin Pines Mall, we will bear witness to a sudden surprise terrorist attack, perpetrated by a group of Muslim terrorists. The attack is at the Twin, which is a reference to the Twin Towers. When we turn the sign upside down, the digits on the clock read 9-1-1 or 9-11. The Twin Pines are a symbolic representation of the Twin Towers. Before the terrorist attack, the Twins are present, but after the attack, the Twins are gone, replaced with a single pine. This takes place on 9-11, where the Twins are destroyed and replaced with a single tower, the One World Trade Building. Also at this scene, Doc shows us two stopwatches, both of which display encoded 9-11s. Is this only a coincidence? The pines are the towers, and this symbol system is confirmed in Back to the Future Part 2, where we see the twin pines appear again on a projection movie screen in Marty's future house. Marty's family gathers around the movie screen, and the twin pines actually morph into the twin towers. Huh? 
Oh, I didn't see that before. This is because the Twin Pines are the Twin Towers. The Pines are the Towers. Pines, Towers. And the Twin Pines Mall is the Twin Towers Mall, which is why all the clocks here secretly say 9-11 and why there will be a Muslim terrorist attack resulting in the destruction of the Twin Pines or the Twin Towers. But the appearance of the towers is not a random backdrop, as we can see the Statue of Liberty lurking just as secretly as the towers, making this scene a secret recreation of New York City, where Marty's family has gathered to stare at Ground Zero. Of these three characters staring at Ground Zero, one of them is completely upside down. But in the entire Back to the Future saga, this is the only time when an upside down character will ever appear. The hint being given here is to observe the scene from his perspective by turning it upside down. But when doing so, the Twin Towers are clearly shown to be falling down. In the entire history of cinema, this scene of Back to the Future is the most literal depiction ever made showing the Twin Towers falling down. So how is it possible that this scene would occur in a story that already contains a terrorist attack by Muslims at the Twins on 9-11 where the Twins are the Twin Towers, which then execute Hollywood's best depiction of the Twin Towers collapse? But Back to the Future doesn't just portray this attack, it develops into an elaborate warning about it. I could just go back early and warn him. Doc, about the future, you will be shot by terror. That's crazy. Interesting, right? Yeah. Notice that name, Dave Deprave. Hey. Lots of Dave. Dave Dave. Today's episode was brought to you by the letter D for Dave. I think uh, you should rename yourself Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> well, it was called 3D back in the day. Ooh. For what? I was the third Dave manager that the McDonald's store had. So, uh-huh. And there was a Dave, a Doug, a Don. Jeez. And there was another D. I can't remember what the other one was. But so I called, they called me 3D. 3D. Yeah. I like it. Because there was going to be D3, but then... My Ducks D3 came out, yeah, so yeah, they called yeah. me 3D instead. And I said, that's fine. I'll take 3D. I've had a lot of nicknames. Dave in 3D. Mm-hmm. should write that book. And it'd be one of those where you open it and it's like the things pop that up. come out. And yeah, pop-up you... book. Yeah. What's next, man? This. What the fuck is this? Live Bigfoot real video. I don't I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> what do you mean? It's so fake. What are you talking about? That, no, that, that's real, dude. That's so fake, dude. How on earth is this real? Well, it's not a fucking human. Thing's huge. So you're saying that's Andre the Giant? It could be somebody. You think it's a real Bigfoot? I don't know. You don't see from the legs down. How do you know he's not standing on something? What are you talking about? Let's watch it again. (laughs) 
put it this way. They did a good job with the makeup. Yeah, yeah it's probably bullshit. But And the perspective they were at from the camera angle, that cage could have been lifted up some, too, yeah. to make it look that much bigger. True. But, okay, let's let's go with the uh, the narrative here that that's a real thing. Uh-huh. Why have we seen no other video, pictures, news, anything? Why is nobody talking about I it? Okay, I was curious. <laughs> I mean, I could come up with something. Well, because they don't want it really out that these guys captured Bigfoot. I mean, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I like the idea of it. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. I mean, really, super dope if it was real. Legit. Yeah. Like you actually got, and maybe not filmed at night, like everything else is filmed at night yeah, when you're yeah. trying to fake shit because yeah. it's dark. Yeah, yeah. So all right, that's nice. All right. <laughs> it's funny. I'm just gonna shit on all your stuff today. It's the first thing you shit on. I'm gonna go. Well, you all shit the on the. Uh, well, we both shit on the one noises in the. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, like these aren't as like more. These are kind of fun as mm-hmm. opposed to. Uh, oh, here's part one. Here's part one of that video. I forgot I went and grabbed a second. Page isn't lifted. That's a kid. That'd be. Is this on the History Channel? Looks like an H down at the bottom there. Well, see, that's the thing. I would like to know what was the original production. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is this is my this is what I imagine this is. Recreation. They were trying to recreate the telling of someone's bullshit story Mm -hmm. of me and my friends. We had a you know. So they're trying to recreate it. So, so that's dramatization. A, that's a dude that's probably like six nine, mm-hmm. and they did a really good job with the makeup and the Bigfoot costume. Yeah. Put him in a fucking cage, and he's you know whatever. Because in the one video, you see the main camera guy filming the Bigfoot guy, right. and then we are seeing the side camera filming the camera guy filming the mm-hmm. Bigfoot. You know what I mean? So I want to know the actual the original production, so if I can like go watch that. Right. But it's interesting. So it's almost like we saw BTS of the filming of a Bigfoot filming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Or dramatization yeah. or reenactment or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, it's interesting. It is. I mean, we don't always have to do gloom and doom. No. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Yay, my favorite. <clears throat> All right. So is this going to pop up here? All right. So we're going to have to. You're going to sit in my lap so I can look at it? Nope, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to go... Boom. Booyah, bitches. Boom goes the dynamite. All right, Dave. Yeah. You can see that real well. Durham. So you know John Durham, right? Mm Mm-hmm. From the old uh, Trump and Q days. Yeah. Durham. Now, Igor Danchenko, charged with five counts of false statements to the FBI, the Steele dossier sources was released at the U.S. Eastern District of Virginia Courthouse on a $100,000 bond. He will not be on an electronic monitoring system, plus he must surrender his passport within 24 hours. Uh, Danchenko will, will never 
show up in fucking court. No. Nope. Guarantee it. Um, but he's the first one indicted mm-hmm. out of the Derman investigation that's been going on for how many years now? Fuck. Five, so, six. <laughs> no, I think it's been like three. Three or four. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, all these years have kind of blend together. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been one year for Biden in office. Or since he got Just elected. About, yeah. Not elected, but, a, you know. Stolen. Yeah. A year since he's been stolen and announced. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, and that year seems like it's fucking been like four. Mm-hmm. So, and Durham probably started his investigation, what, in year two or three of Trump? So... Yeah, I think it was. You know, I you got to finish out the, yeah. the at least. Let's go. Let's go halfway. He started it. Two. Inter- so, so it's going on three years now. Three or four years. Yeah. And he's got his finally his first fucking indictment. Jesus. So that's time. interesting, right? All right. Here we go. Next one. This is from Candace Owens. This on the same day that okay, so Justin, FDA authorizes Pfizer shot for emergency use in kids five to eleven. Candace Owens. This on the same day that Bloomberg reports that after a year-long study, it has been concluded that whether you are vaccinated or not, you have the same chance of catching and spreading the Delta variant of COVID. So what is the emergency for children to be inoculated? Good question. Okay. Like I said, we'll get to the doom and gloom. And here it is. Mm-hmm. This is all the doom and gloom. All right. What, what is... Oh, yeah, did you hear about that? Republican Glenn Youngkin wins the race in Virginia governor. Thank no. You. Okay. Um, so Glenn Youngkin wins the race for Virginia governor. They mm-hmm. had one of those special Special elections, elections yeah. yeah. Then, and this Helen Carter at Scrapbooker in whatever the rest of her Twitter handle is, or Instagram handle, this is what she tweets. This is completely unacceptable. If the blacks are going to vote for the racists, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. Sometimes you have to do what's good for them, even if they don't understand why. Wow. Way to go, racist, Helen. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like, it's cr- it's funny to me that they don't even see themselves being racist. Mm-hmm. Well, Yet I have, have a, I have a black purse, so I'm not racist. <laughs> That's what they would say, you know. I have one black friend that doesn't even talk to me, Dave, so I'm not racist. That makes sense. Uh, bitch. Kill yourself. If Please. the blacks are going to vote for the racists, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. Oh, so if they don't vote for the people you want them to vote for, then we should take away their freedom. Mm-hmm. So they're still slaves in your mind. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Who's the racist? Trump supporter or uh, you? You bitch. Damn fucking bitch. It's it's just fascinating. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so the, David J. Harris Jr. is the one who posted this. He goes, "I'm pretty sure this is how most entitled white libs feel. They're pandering because they feel dominant." They're apologetic because they feel superior. And when we do something they don't understand or agree with, they feel obligated to take our rights away because they know what's best for us. Prove mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. David Harris is a black man. But yeah, I know who he is. I follow him. All right. Uh, just in case people don't know. Uh, then you have this. 
Breaking news, special counsel John Durham's investigators arrest analysts behind Steele dossier, which claimed Donald Trump had been compromised by Russian intelligence. That's that, Danchenko. Mm-hmm. Okay. Johnson & Johnson, worth $400 billion, created a shell company in Texas to hold all the liability for their carcinogenic baby powder, then filed for bankruptcy with the shell company. This is legal because corporations write our laws through lobbying. Mm-hmm. 38,000 women will go without a settlement. Wow. That should be against the law. Yeah. But because of their lobby, lobbying and all the money, mm-hmm. they basically are bribing. Lobbying is another word for bribing yep. politicians to make laws to prevent them from having... So essentially, they write the by proxy, they're writing the fucking laws yep. with their money. Yep. This is why lobbying should be illegal. That's chapter. this is why I've been saying this for fucking years. But when you know, it's that's a chapter in one of my books, bro. Nice. All right. Report: Biden considers paying border crossers four hundred fifty thousand dollars each in reparations. So, uh, Dave, you and I were a couple, let's just say, mm-hmm. and we came across that border because, mm-hmm. and we were, you know, from Mexico, or God knows whatever country. We weren't from here. Mm-hmm. Each of us would get four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I know that's fucking. We'd crazy. almost between the two of us be millionaires. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? That's crazy. Well, not only that, but all the ones that are coming in are coming in with like leprosy and all kinds of other fucking yeah. crazy ass diseases. Oh, and, shit. and we wouldn't have to get vac- vaccinated, yeah. and uh, you know, and they would take us and fucking they'd take us anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. In the middle of the night. Yeah, free airplane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this. What is this from? Hang on a second. The people? Well, I know that, but I'm trying to remember what it's referencing. Give me a moment here. Oh, I love this. Rust Film Armor says, Someone may have put bullet in gun. What? Well, no fucking shit. How Make, does she know that? How does she know that, dude? A, you know, bullet doesn't just walk itself <laughs> over to the gun and. Crawl inside, you fucking idiot. Of course someone put it there. Wow. Shouldn't the thing be, Rustville Armor says, who put the bullet in the gun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> someone may have. May have should be eliminated from that statement. Yeah. If you're making a statement like that, you're a fucking moron. Anyways. Um, yeah. Woman in charge of weapons on the movie set where actor Alec Baldwin... Fatally shot cinematographer Helena Hutchins said Wednesday night that she had inspected the gun Baldwin shot, but doesn't know how a live bullet ended up inside. Uh, quote, who put who put those in there and why is the central question? Hannah Gutierrez, read the armorer for the movie Rust, said in a statement issued by one of her lawyers. Jason Bowles of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hannah kept guns locked up, including throughout lunch on the day in question and she instructed her department to watch the cart containing the guns when she was pulled away for her other duties or on a lunch break. The statement goes on to say Hannah did everything in her power to ensure a safe set. She inspected the rounds that she loaded into the firearms that day. She always inspected the rounds. Yeah, but Dave, somebody may, may have. They might have. It's not like somebody did. Somebody may have. Well, how fuck else did they get there? Well, they uh, might have. Might I have, need to think about this. It one. might have come that way. They might have bought it that way. Well, yeah, you I know, guess. Because if, if Lady Goo Goo was born this way, then maybe the gun was made this way. <laughs> yeah. 
don't uh, know what that is. Bro. I, I it references something. I just have to give me a minute while we go through these other slides. I'll probably remember. So um, keep that one in uh, the back of your head. Okay. Just in case. Well. Okay. If you say it one more time, you're racist. Fuck yeah. <laughs> L. Oh. <laughs> oh, there it is. KKLK. Oh, now we're a fucking news station out of uh, Oklahoma. KKLK. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, this is from uh, Zuby Music. Millions of people simply don't want to admit that they've been misled and lied to, and they gave up 12 to 20 months of normal life for no good reason whatsoever. Never underestimate the human desire to fit in, protect one's ego, and rationalize decisions. Word up. Coping mechanisms. It's true. I mean, it, it's very similar to like people that where, let's say they, you had a, a grandma. She's new to email and all that. Mm-hmm. You just get her set up on it at, at grandma at gmail.com or whatever, you know, and uh, she calls you one day, Dave, 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 Dave. <laughs> I got this email from this, uh, you know, uh, this <laughs> black guy or this, uh, not the black. Arabian prince. Yeah, Arabian prince. Or uh, I was thinking, what don't they do it in um, Kenya or whatever yeah. and shit like that. All right, so one of these fucking, you know, bullshit. Everybody's gotten this email at some point. And he's going to give me X amount of dollars. I just went down to... The, the Walgreens and got them eight gift cards to Walmart, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and give them, you know, mailing it to them. And you'd be like, Grandma, the fuck are you doing? It's bullshit. You know, he's not going to give you $18.4 billion and all you have to do is send him nine gift cards. Right. What, what are you doing? Oh, no, that's what it is. You know, it, it's a trying to, and then at a certain point, they don't want to believe that they've been had. Right. So then it becomes this whole thing like, you're trying to convince them. They don't want to admit that they were wrong or fooled. And now it's this endless cycle of, you know, confusion. Oh. It, you bring that up, and I want to tell you that I did, uh, I also did get something here. Hello, my name is Cheryl of. The Chief Operating Officer of Facebook. Nice meeting you. I was assigned to contact you from the CEO of Facebook, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, God. There's an online draws that was conducted by a random selection of emails and numbers, and you were picked by an advanced automated random computer search from the Facebook and other, and other to claim your 600000 U.S. dollars. Click now to claim your cash prize. Congratulations in advance. I can't tell you how many. I know. I can't wait till you got money, but there's so many spelling and grammar errors in this, but I totally believe it's true. Yeah. And this was sent a text to six different people. Oh, okay. So, so you and four other, five other people got to yeah. split this shit. No, you each we each all, I think we all get six hundred thousand. Oh, I, I wow. haven't, I haven't got my bill yet. That's pretty cool, Dave. <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> Hopefully, if you do get the money, it'll fund our next movie. <laughs> all right. So here's this one. Sky News. This is out of Australia. Microsoft founder Bill Gates warns of bioterrorist attacks and urges world leaders to use germ games to prepare an interview with Jeremy Hunt. Bill Gates, who is the fourth richest man in the world, said tens of billions will need to be spent in research and development to prepare for the next pandemic. 
the next one, Dave. And when was this? November 6th, 2012. The devil himself planning to unleash another pandemic. And if you don't believe me, I want you to, like, go next, but then we don't have that. So I just think it's interesting. He he wants them to use germ games, so kind of like the war games they were doing on 9-11 to cover for the actual fake terrorist attack. They're just going to do another event 201 or whatever it was. It's just funny that... You know, Bill Gates behind all this shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but he's the he's the leading. Yeah, oh, fuck off. It's so stupid. All right, so this is this is always funny. Rosanna Arquette. Let me just read yeah. her tweet. These these are always funny on Twitter. She tweets, "I want to live in a country where where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as a terrorist." Well, that makes sense. I mean. It's a pretty original thought, right? It is. But ironically, the same day, LeVar Burton, everybody remembers him. He was from Star Trek. Okay. He tweeted, I want to live in a country where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as a terrorist. Whoa. They have the same thought. That's impossible. But then, on the same, and these aren't retweets. George Takai, everybody knows him, also from Star Trek, Yeah, ironically. I want to live in a country where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as a terrorist. Well, that is just coincidental. And then, (laughs) white director Morgan J. Freeman. No, he didn't. Not the Morgan Freeman. He tweets out, I want to live in a country where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse is seen as a terrorist. And then... <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Okay, point is, all these fucking people tweet the exact same thing. So Dinesh D'Souza, who compiled all these, goes, How creepy is this? Someone comes up with a line and a whole bunch of prominent leftists simply parrot it. This is collectivism of the mind, a herd of independent thinkers syndrome. So what we're getting at here is this is the kind of shit the CIA does. They write the thing. They give it to all the news channels from the top Mm -hmm. all the way down to your local piece of shit, KKLK. Mm -hmm. And then they spew it. Yet it's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. Do you see the video of the people at uh, Arizona State where he goes to online school that he used to go? Out there fucking protesting yeah. it and shit. What the fuck? Did the you fuck also hear the people drown those idiots out with "Let's go, Brandon"? Chance? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I oh, saw yeah. it, but I didn't watch it because I'm like, "Are oh, you fucking?" Yeah, it's me. fucking hilarious. So yeah, and they're freaking out because he's he can't go to this school. So he's actually not going to school there. But they're the school did come out and say that they're not blocking him from re like. Like going to school, like mm. or online or whatever. Like right. he can reapply to go there, or whatever. They're not going to block that. Um, but if I was him, I'd say fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go somewhere else. He's, he's going to have enough money very soon to buy that school. Yeah, because he's going to him and him and uh, that Sandman kid are going to own these fucking. Remember mm-hmm. Sandman? He got that mm-hmm. fucking huge chunk of money. Rittenhouse ought to get huge chunk too. Oh yeah, sure. Um, he should sue the president. Yeah, well, he yeah he should. You're pretty interesting. All right. Operation Dark Winter. Operation Dark Winter was the code name for a senior-level bioterrorist attack simulation conducted on June 22nd, 23rd, 2001. 
It was designed to carry out a mock version of a covert and widespread smallpox attack on the United States. Tara O'Toole and Tom Inglesby of the Johns Hopkins Center for Civilian Biodefense Strategies, CCBS, Center for Strategic and International Studies, CSIS, and Randy Larson and Mary DeMeyer of... Mark. Am- uh, no. Mark DeMeyer. You said Mary. Doesn't oh, matter. Okay. I thought you were talking about the last name. No. Mark DeMeyer of Analytic Services were the principal designers, authors, and controllers of the Dark Winter Project. Remember when uh, Biden said we're going to have a dark winter? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is that what they're talking about? Very possibly. We're going to move on from COVID onto smallpox, which will actually kill people and be the real reason, not uh, normal things that happen in life, but we're just going to use COVID as the fucking excuse. Smallpox will actually kill people. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's fucking immune system's weakened with their vaccines, so you'll die quicker. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's great. Fucking horrible that we have to deal with this bullshit. If x-rays, so this, if x-rays can do this, then they had no protection from the sun. So this is an x-ray of the spacesuit that the astronauts were in. Mm-hmm. A simple x-ray machine, you can see right fucking through all of it. Like there was literally no difference. Yes. Did you know a bra making company made the fucking spacesuits? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. A, bra, a, a company that can hold up some titties. Made our spacesuits, and I mean, when you see shit like that, it's really hard to convince me that they were able to handle the kind of radiation, even in their shuttle, mm-hmm. let alone just being on the moon. Well, they got the tinfoil all the way around. The tinfoil is like super Oh, yeah, good. that's right. You know, they got tinfoil right. all the way around the machine. I mean, because when I wrap pizza, leftover pizza in aluminum foil, mm-hmm. or, you know... It's the same difference, tinfoil, aluminum yeah, foil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, yeah. a little, little, you know, it, I mean, I could fucking, uh, you know, I could touch that thing with a feather and it it wouldn't pierce it. Right. Except it does. <laughs> but yet somehow it fucking flew. Mm. It's so ridiculous. I don't know. Anybody, I mean, hey. But people believe. It's the man. same thing. People that want to sit and believe that. Everything they're told about the moon landing and all this shit. You want to believe it? That's fine. But you're the same people that want that you that don't want to admit that you've been fooled. Mm-hmm. And they're just towing that line because they don't care. It's it's the whole thing, just like like Grandma with her mm-hmm. fucking the Prince Arabian or whatever, Prince, and Prince Ali, <laughs> and fabulous he Ali Ababa, you know. <laughs> It's funny, because I just watched Aladdin the other night on TV. Nice. The new one? The, yeah, the newer one with Will Smith. Um, Child Parker. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't get it, man. All right, here we go. Let's see. San Francisco Chronicle. Quote, it's not subtle, that's for sure, said an epidemiologist at UCSF. The numbers are increasing. Cases are up over the past three weeks. Hospitalizations are up about 4% over two weeks. There have been some big spikes. Says the doctors and journalists that have been on THC, which is a it's a podcast, Higher Side Chats, for the past eighteen months said to expect this. It goes back to the animal studies for mRNA viruses. They produce antibody dependent enhancement, meaning they make your post vax encounter with the virus worse. 
How else can you explain cases growing in one of the most vaxxed states in the union? How could hospitalizations be up? The logic doesn't make any sense with an 80% vaxxed population. 80%. That's what they're mm-hmm. saying. I said 70 on the other show. It's 80. Mm-hmm. The 20% of us that are left are not enough to support those numbers. The big pharma corporations are the biggest funders of corporate media and pay to have three lobbyists for every member of Congress. Maybe because it takes that much effort to keep the story going? None of them will ever change their narrative, no matter how ridiculous it gets. Be smarter than that. So that's the numbers they put out. 80% vaxxed, 20% not vaxxed. Now flip them. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. 20% of the population is actually vaxxed. Yep. Well, it might be going up if more they force people to, in order to keep your fucking job, you have to get it. But it'll never hit the 50% point unless they literally go door to door and hold people down. Right. And this is also why they go on TV every fucking five seconds and say, you gotta get the vaccine, you gotta get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. We're saving the fucking devil, get the goddamn you know, I mean, this is what we're hearing at this point. That's what it, yep. if, if you took off the fucking bullshit, that's what they sound like. Mm-hmm. So they're all fucking demons. All right, here we go. <clears throat> oh, hang on, I need a water after that. <laughs> I had an Alex Jones moment right there. <laughs> Except I didn't scream it. All right. <clears throat> oh, man. Thanks for clapping me. At 8 p.m. every Thursday in 2020, but now having worked throughout the pandemic with no time off, sick, I'm seen as scum because I chose I choose not to be vaccinated. However, I'm still safe to treat patients for the next five months until I'm fired. Not about a virus. Yep. It is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So this person was a nurse. Yep. Dealt with all these frontline COVID people mm-hmm. the whole time. Decided or was given an ultimatum. You either get the vaccine or you're done as of this date. This person said, nope, not doing it. Fuck off. All right. But in five months on when this date comes, you're out the door. Mm-hmm. So wait, this unvaccinated person is fine to keep treating people for those five months. But after that date, all of a sudden, it's it's just like how... When you go from Wisconsin to Illinois, you go into Illinois and every everywhere has to have fucking masks. You go into Wisconsin, you don't have to have masks. And we always made this joke the entire fucking time. Well, because the, the virus knows it can't cross the border. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the virus knows it can't do anything for five months until she's gone. Right. Like, oh, come on, it's so fucking stupid. People need to fucking understand this ridiculousness are they just so goddamn blind and wrapped up in their fucking redskins versus the cleveland indians like i don't get it i know those are two different sports and that's the point i'm making yeah they all they they believe everything the government tells them everything the news tells them they fucking watch the news 24 7 it's fucking terrible that's ridiculous all right in 2020 so you had Thanksgiving a little while ago, right? Mm-hmm. 2020 for a turkey. 16-pound turkey. Cost you $28.80. You know how much a turkey, the same size turkey, costs in 2021? I'm going to guess $55.20. Dave, you would be correct. Well, that's a pretty big spike. Hang on. Now let's go over here. What's this turkey cost, Dave? $84.63. 
Jesus Christ. And how much pounds is that? 15 and a quarter. And it's... 555 a pound, I think. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's ridiculous. All right. So then we got Biden. He got C's and D's in college. He was in the bottom 10% of his class. He failed law school class for plagiarism. He dropped out of night of his nineteen eighty eight race for plagiarism. So when he's running for president in nineteen eighty eight, he dropped out because of plagiarism. He even failed third grade. He's our president of America. The the most votes ever. Well that explains why oh, he why he here. thinks that. He got season D's in college and dropped out in his fucking third grade. Or failed in third grade. Yeah, he's off. Okay, so he's a goddamn puppet. You know, we all know Obama's yeah. running shit behind yeah. the scenes, and that's why they don't give a shit about Obama's or uh, Biden's approval rating mm-hmm. that literally drops. Like, it, I don't know if I've in my lifetime I've ever seen a approval rating so low, dude. What's he at now? Like one percent? No. He, well, I, if, if you're basing on that, it actually sounds like it's not so bad. It's like thirty-six percent. Jesus. Well, dude, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Trump was hovering around like the 52, 53 mark. Mm-hmm. And the media made him sound like he was fucking hated. Yeah, but they say here that fucking Biden's loved by everybody. And he's got an It's not like they're just polling Republicans. Right. Most people they poll are his party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. You'll never convince me he got... More than 20 million votes. You'll never, never convince, convince, you'll never convince me. you got more than 14 votes. No, well, you can convince I, I know 14 people that voted for him, so <laughs> uh, that, which is unfortunate that I would. Oh, wait, there's more in this email. Holy shit. Look at that. It's exciting. All right. At exactly 11-11, on the 11th of November, every year on Veterans Day, the pillars aligned perfectly to illuminate the seal of the armed forces. It's pretty neat, right? Yeah. You know what's crazy about that, though? What? Couldn't happen on a ball earth. Ah. It can't. It's impossible. Also, the Georgia Guidestones, they have the same thing. Couldn't mm-hmm. happen on a fucking mm-hmm. ball earth. Anyways. Uh, all right. COVID. Here's a big sign. COVID vaccines here. No appointment needed. Hey, you had issues with uh, no appointment needed, yeah. except appointments needed. Walk-ins welcome. No, yeah. we can't do it for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> What's it say? Don't forget to donate your children's organs. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what it, it literally is a sign yeah. that says in big, like, COVID vaccines here, no appointment needed. And right beneath that, don't forget to donate your children's organs. Wow. So yeah. they're just putting it out there at this point. Yeah. Just putting it. So we trialed traffic. We, they might as well, they'll put, don't forget to bring your children so we can fuck them. <laughs> pretty much. You know, like... What are we doing? Wow, yeah, that's pretty fucked it's up. fantastic, man. isn't it? Oh, the shit we find. What was that? That was that one? Yeah. All right. The world's a stage, and every entertainer plays a role in keeping this secret from you. A lot of pictures there, right? Yeah. Hang on. Let's, uh... Just like the fucking eye thing, mm-hmm. they're all putting their finger over their mouth saying, Shh. Oh. It's our little secret. All... These people, all these celebrities, even fucking cartoons. Yeah. Shh. It's our club and you ain't in it. Even Santa Claus. Yep. Wow. It's interesting, right? 
It's good times. All right, here we go. Moving Why are you on. whispering, bro? Because that's what Biden does. Mm. Now let me go sniff some kids. <laughs> We've yeah. seen this one. We talked about this one. Oh, have we? Mm-hmm. The FDA wants to hide the Pfizer vaccine data for 55 years. That should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Nothing else needs to be said, right? Mm-hmm. Show's over. All right, here we go. Next one. Have we talked about this? The useful idiots of the left continue to try to discredit the Ashley Biden diary, showing they are on the side of evil and pedophilia. Let's discuss the facts. First, the FBI has confirmed its authenticity. Nice. The fact that no one wants to address the fact that Ashley Biden admitted in her diary that she took inappropriate showers with her dad is absolutely disturbing. Why is this not a major story in the media? I've also heard since, like I this and all that, mm-hmm. that also apparently, and I haven't seen the diary, I've read it myself, this is alleged, but it in the diary it mentions that uh, Biden fucked Ashley and his niece, whatever her fucking name is, nice. fucked them. Nice. His fucking daughter and niece. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? So... I, I, we already knew it's safe to say, I think, that Biden's a full-blown fucking pedophile. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't sniff kids on C-SPAN on live TV. Right. I, I mean, you have to be a certain type of bold, fucking stupid pedophile to do something like that. But he's he was he had power. Yeah, he's the vice president yeah. Oh, yeah. at the time. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a wonder he didn't actually pull his dick out and start actually fucking one of them on TV. Can't and if it. he did, they would have censored it, and we would have never seen it. Yeah. So it could have happened. Russian collusion. Yeah. Hacked the set or something. All right. Charlie Kirk. Let me get this straight. Biden films in front of a fake White House set. Kamala records a phony NASA video with child actors. Psaki says that $3.5 trillion in spending will cost $0. Mayorka says the border is closed. There is quite literally nothing real about this administration. Right. Zuby music. No matter how much you explain the scam to some people, they will stubbornly resist. Insist. Insist they were not scammed and that they made the right decision. In fact, they will get more mad at the person pointing out the scam than the scammers. They will even defend the scammers. Go back to grandma for a second here. That's exactly what would happen. Grandma doesn't want to admit she fucked up and just wasted uh, $10,000 sending gift cards to fucking... Uh, Prince Ali Ababa? Yeah, P- Prince Ali Ababa, but, but had to, you know, put on the envelope that they were all in, um, Jerome Jackson mm. of Mississippi or whatever, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. it's unfortunate. I like Zuby. Uh, let's continue with Zuby. The goalposts have been moved a hundred times. Leaders don't follow their own rules. People are saying and doing things that don't even make basic logical sense. People are turning on each other and attacking those who are trying to defend their rights. It's a mass psychosis. Word. To your mother. All right, this is from Dr. David Samadhi. The FDA wants the public to wait until the year 2076, a full 55 years, for them to release the information it relied on to deem Pfizer's vaccine safe for usage. They said they can release 500 pages a month for the next 659 months, that makes me want to see the data right now. Mm-hmm. 
So, Dave, in 55 years, how old will you be? 96. Uh, you think you're going to be alive or at 96 in any condition to say, see, motherfuckers, I told you so. And, oh. and you know, when they finally release all that shit and they're ready to, okay, so just like the Tuskegee experiments and all the other experiments we did on hum- humanity, uh, we're going to give you, uh, like, reparation or whatever and you'll be taking care. I'm fucking 96. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die tomorrow. Right. What difference does it make at this point? I will make it that far. They want, they had to put it out far enough where everyone that got the goddamn vaccine will be dead before that ever comes out. Mm-hmm. Just like why we don't see anything with fucking Kennedy and they, they just keep extending this shit. And if there are still people alive in 55 fucking years, they'll extend it another 20. Yeah. Yep. They will, you'll never get this out until after anybody that got it is dead and gone. So they never have to pay a dime for it. Yep. Exactly. Once you understand the system and the game that they play, everything becomes. We just did this one. Yep, we just did that one. So this one. All right. This is uh, oh, a continuation of the other one, the Ashley Biden one. The first, oh, at yeah. first, the FBI has uh, authenticated it. Now this is second. Oh yeah, maybe we should. So that was. Yes, that one. Yeah. First, the FBI has. Okay. So we read them out of order. Damn it. Right. Fucked up real good this time. Terrific. So the useful idiots of the left continue to try to discredit the Ashley Biden diary, showing they are on the side of the evil and Let's discuss the facts. First, the FBI has confirmed its authenticity. Second, if it wasn't real, why did the FBI raid Project Veritas journalist homes looking for it? And third, towards the end of the diary, Ashley Biden stated, I'm going to discontinue this journal after I leave here referring to a rehab facility, which she names. You people need to get back to reality. And this must be a whole separate thing or something. Yeah. Anyways, well, we've covered all of those now, I think. All right. Kyle Rittenhouse shooting victim was a father of five. To find out more, Google Joseph Rosenbaum, five kids. Yeah. Rittenhouse shot this guy, and he was a father of five. Mm-hmm. What was I supposed to Google? Joseph, Joseph Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum, five kids. So let's Google that real quick. We'll actually bing it. Joseph Rosenbaum, five kids. These these poor, poor kids. Joseph Rosenbaum, sex offender, Arizona, an 02 criminal complaint. Mm-hmm. What? Hang on a second here. I thought this was about the five five kids. New to the release, Joseph Rosenbaum, sex offender documents obtained by Wisconsin right now from the Pima County Clerk of Courts confirmed Joseph Rosenbaum was charged by a grand jury with 11 counts of child molestation and inappropriate sexual activity around children, including anal rape. The victims were five boys ranging in age from 9 to 11 years old. Well, that's all I needed. I'm glad he's dead. Fuck him. By the way, I I did that Google search beforehand. Yeah, I knew. Uh, That was fucking fantastic. uh, This is a way to dupe dumb fucking liberals into actually realizing just how big of a piece of shit they're trying to support. I knew it was uh, five kids, but I knew it was five boys. I knew he raised kids. From 9 to 11. Yeah. 9 on 1. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, let's see here. This is from at Gregory McKelvey. Employers, consider giving your black employees a day or two off after the Rittenhouse verdict. Regardless of the outcome, it's going to be hard for black people to work, and it isn't fair to expect them to. Zuby, how you probably felt after tweeting this. That's Peter Griffin wearing a king outfit with a, what do they call those? Sash. A sash saying, king of the black people. That's fucking hilarious. It is, and it's funny because Zuby's black. Um, but yeah. Quit pandering. Yeah. God, these these fucking liberals are so goddamn racist, mm-hmm. and they don't even realize how they come across as so fucking racist. It's ridiculous. It's not fair to expect them to work after this. Yeah. Fuck out Wait, of here, man. I'm confused. How many black people did Rittenhouse kill? Exactly. Um, zero. And it's funny because there was literally people at the Arizona thing you were talking about saying, he killed black people. They literally, they have no fucking clue. No. They didn't watch two seconds of the trial. They don't, they've never even gone to Google and looked at the video. No. I hope. He's racist because he killed five white guys. <laughs> he didn't kill that many, but you know what I mean? Yeah. He's racist because he killed, he killed, uh, you know, a, a fucking, oh, and all three of those fucking uh, people that got shot, mm-hmm. two of them I think he murdered, I think. I think two shot. died and one, yeah. one lived, yeah. Um. All three of them were fucking criminals. They all mm-hmm. had a criminal record. And uh, and they all drove farther to Kenosha than he did. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. Um, all right. This is funny. White House introduces Kamala Harris at infrastructure signing ceremony. By the way, Kamala Harris, if you're not clear, that's the vice president. Mm-hmm. They The White House introduces her, their own vice president, at a infrastructure signing ceremony. Please welcome Heather Curtinbach. Who the fuck is Heather Curtinbach? <laughs> oh, good question. Maybe we should look that up. Who's Heather Curtinbach? Watch it be watch it be a fucking picture of Kamala Harris. And it's our it's her actual real name. And Kamala Harris is a fake one. I don't yeah. even Googled this one. Meet Heather Curtinbach, the woman the White House mistook for Kamala. Here. How do you not know who the fuck you're... Yeah. All right, hang on. Let's see. What's this say? America witnessed the awkward relationship between President Joe Biden and Vice President Heather Curtin, I mean Kamala Harris, firsthand on Monday when the White House mistakenly introduced Iron Worker Union organizer Heather Curtinbach as Kamala Harris stepped up to the podium. Oh, okay. That's... Okay. Heather Curtin-Klein. Curtinbach. Yeah, no, I'm just intentionally fucking it yeah. up now. So, Kamala Curtinbach, uh, the, <laughs> Carmela Jones. I, I feel like at a certain point, like, I feel like this administration is real life Bill Nye. Mm-hmm. Not the science guy. Go to listen yeah. to our other show and you'll understand. Wow. It's so, they're so stupid, dude. Everything they do is a goddamn joke. How was this one, right? I think so. We're done with that. What they can't do on? anything right. Man. Have they got anything right yet? No. Well, they got a few more of these, and then we're going to get into the real juicy shit. Let's start with... Where in the fuck is it? Hang on a second. I got to make sure what I'm doing here. What does that say? Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. I, know, I pulled that one for you, specifically. Uh, all right. We'll go with this one. But I need to find the fucking... 
we'll go with this one. Exclusive. Jim Brewer, comedian, on refusing vaccine mandate comedy clubs. Quote, I will never be controlled by evil agenda. Yes, yes? Yeah, I love Jim Brewer for that. All right, so let's read it. Comedian Jim Brewer called vaccine mandates at comedy clubs part of an evil agenda to own all humanity on Tuesday's edition of SiriusXM Breitbart News Daily with host Alex Marlowe. Brewer described his refusal to perform at venues demanding patrons show proof of COVID-19 vaccination as a moral decision. He noted that other comedians and entertainers are fearful of challenging the apparatus of governmental and corporate control over people's movements being marketed as public health measures. The reason they're scared is because they're worried they'll they'll never work again, Brewer stated. He added, I'd rather work freely than to be scared to death and worry about nonsense with no common sense, this dictator monster evil agenda to own all humanity, which, quite frankly, that's what it is. Brewer emphasized the moral and philosophical foundations of his opposition to the use of corporate and government coercion against Americans via vaccine mandates. I sleep well at night, he said of his decision. I tried to choose morals doing the right thing before making a dollar. I make the dollar when I need to, but I will never ever, and I pray to God no one else does, and they see it to be controlled by what is going on. He went on, I will stand out with my boots to the end. Uh, I'm willing, I'm ready, I don't fear these animals, they're animals, they're demonic, they're evil, it all comes down to an evil agenda. The establishment, corporate, comedy, and entertainment worlds are broadly corrupted and immoral, Brewer stated. He remarked, I feel so liberated, but you have to understand something. I've been liberated my whole life. I left those worlds. I saw how demonic they were. I saw how there's no soul there. There's no right or wrong. It's just cut your throat, drink the blood, get on top of the mountain no matter what. Yep. Well, that's cool that he won't play at clubs that are like, well, you have to show proof of vaccination or what, you know what I mean? Good for him. All right, NBC reporter pulled over for following Rittenhouse jurors says people at NBC New York told him to do it. Wow. So stalking jurors now? Yeah, that's okay. We can do that. That's fine. Get the fuck out of here. You know, what are we doing? That, But they're trying to intimidate jurors so that in future cases, because there will be more future cases, they want to intimidate these jurors so that the next round of jurors are scared and, and give the right verdict. Right. You know, arrested and, and, and then investigate NBC New York. Yeah. If, if somebody actually told them to do that, arrest that person too, whoever's in fucking charge. Exactly. All right. This one goes with this one, so I'll do this one next. CIA docs reveal multiple employees and contractors were never prosecuted for child sex crimes. Not the CIA. Hmm. So let's read it. Documents reveal that multiple Central Intelligence Agency staffers were involved in child sex crimes, but never prosecuted. Obtained by BuzzFeed News via Freedom of Information Act, Lawsuits going all the way back to 2012, the documents reveal that the CIA amassed credible evidence of staffers involved in child sex crimes over a 14-year period and pursued no criminal prosecution in an effort to protect sensitive and classified materials. Though most of these cases were referred to U.S. attorneys for prosecution, only one of the individuals was ever charged with a crime. 
noted BuzzFeed News. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning few faced any consequences beyond the possible loss of their jobs and security clearances. CIA insiders say the agency resists prosecution of its staff for fear the cases will reveal state secrets, the report added. Well, hang on, I have a question. Mm -hmm. If, if, If prosecuting these things somehow reveal state secrets, then the first thing I think of is, well, these people in the CIA that obtained the child pornography or whatever right, the fuck right. it was, child sex crimes, yeah, yeah. were probably uh, either using it as like a, a lure or a... Or obtained it through dealing with whatever politicians and whatever, or these politicians had this stuff and that's how they got it, and then they decided to keep it for themselves. And in investigating that, well, how did you come across it, Mr. Uh, CIA anonymous person or whatever? Oh, well, when I was working with uh, Bill Clinton, I remember, and I was on his, you know, and and that's how I got that. Right. Oh, so that reveals that Bill Clinton's a goddamn pedophile, and then, or, you know, whatever. I'm just using it as an example. Right. This is why they can't go further into the investigation because it's be the nice equivalent example. of fucking Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Right. Got it. Often, the employees were fired or had their contacts revoked as opposed to criminal prosecution for sex crimes that involved children as young as two. One employee had sexual contact. Oh, so we're, they were actually they were actually fucking the kids, not just looking at child porn. One employee had sexual contact with a two-year-old and a six-year-old. All right, so now it's even worse because yeah, for some six, reason I was thinking up. this was like child pornography. No, so they were actually fucking kids. So how in the hell does that reveal state secrets? Well, because the two-year-old was probably... Supplied by somebody yeah. in government. Yeah, there you yeah. go. All right, well, we still made the connection pretty damn quick. He was fired. A second employee purchased three sexually explicit videos. There's the child porn. I knew I thought I read it mm-hmm. in here. Of young girls filmed by their mothers. Their moms, Jesus Christ. Could you imagine having a mom that's such a piece of shit <laughs> that just yeah. filmed you as a fucking... Does it say the age here? No, just as young girls. Okay. What in the fuck? It, he resigned. A third employee estimated that he had viewed up to 1,400 sexually abusive images of children while on agency assignments. The records do not say what action, if any, the CIA took against him. A contractor who was arranged who arranged for sex with an undercover FBI agent posing as a child had his contract revoked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, only one of the individuals cited in these documents was charged with a crime. In that case, as in the only previously known case of a CIA staffer being charged with child sexual crimes, the employee was also under investigation for mishandling classified material. Well, it must be related to Hillary. Neither the CIA nor the spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Virginia, where most criminal referrals were sent, responded to inquiries and instead issued vague statements about taking all allegations of possible criminal misconduct committed by personnel seriously. Bullshit. So what they should have just said is, we're covering everything up. Yeah, we're not going to do a goddamn <laughs> thing. Why don't they just be honest with us? If yeah. they would have just said, well, we're covering everything up, I would just be like, oh, okay, that makes that sense. That makes sense, yeah. That's what they do. All right, here we go. Speaking of, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. I, I want to do that right at the end. Omicron, 
you know, the latest variant. Yeah. Omicron will be used to cover the vaccine injuries. Omicron, all about new variant coronavirus. Symptoms of new Omicron will only... Oh, man, that's... There we go. It's kind of hard to read, but... uh, So I'll just read the highlighted stuff. So these are symptoms of the new Omicron variant, okay? Mm -hmm. A number of heart-related complications may occur, including heart failure, arrhythmias, heart inflammation, and blood clots, strokes... Peripheral nerve damage. Death can occur from multi-organ failure. And and that's just the ones that are highlighted here. Uh, I I thought there was one. Maybe not. So basically what they're saying here is that... So they used original COVID and Delta to convince people to get the vaccine and get employers on board to force people to get vaccines. Mm-hmm. Now they're using Omicron, which is an anagram for moronic, yeah. as well as media control with mm-hmm. or controlled media, uh, the Delta and Omicron right. mixed. Right. But it's funny that just Omicron by itself, you rearrange the letters in it, moronic. moronic. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to use this one and its symptoms to cover for what the vaccine's actually causing you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's so fucking crazy, dude. I don't I don't understand it. I think we did this one, yeah. Yeah. Let's check this one here. Oh yeah. I thought this was interesting. Remember uh Juicy Smollier? Oh yeah, that wonderful guy. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy. Jury, so his trial's ongoing. As well as the Gisling Maxwell, which we'll get to here. Jury sees video of Juicy's Smollett in Dry Run a day before alleged hate attack. Well, hang on. (laughs) He did a dry run the day before. So, oh, just like you would do as an actor. Mm -hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna block it. Block it. We're gonna block it. Right? So he blocked it and was on tape blocking it the day fucking before. That's awesome. But it was a random attack by two white people in the Trump middle of a night in Chicago yeah. where nobody's a fan of Trump yeah. and attacked this. Oh, my God. It's Makes total sense. So ridiculous. All right. Well, the fact that they watched a video of a dry run, just like in the Rittenhouse case, the, the second that guy said, yeah, I pointed my gun at him first, the case is done. Rittenhouse is free to go. The case is done. He's on tape doing a dry run. He's guilty. We don't need to go. We don't need to hear yeah. anything else. Yeah. You're guilty. Yeah. If a video exists of you doing a dry run the day before it went went down, you know it was a fucking planned event. Now, what else is there to hear? Mm-hmm. You're done. He ought to fucking be embarrassed. He ought to kill himself. Yeah, Embattled yeah. Empire actor Jesse Smollett was caught on surveillance video doing a during a doing a dry run one day before his alleged hate crime. Attack, prosecutor said at his trial in Chicago. If you're his defense, how do you fucking... Well, ironically, we have audio that... I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. A wrong show. Wrong show. But on a future episode, there's a high likeliness, there's a certain attorney that we've already named in this episode, is handling that case. Nice. Be interesting to see. So remember that. Write that down real quick. That's a good one. <laughs> It'll be real good. Real good. Okay. All right, you got it? Mm-hmm. All right. 
I think these last. All right, now let's get into it. You ready for some Jizzlane Maxwell stuff? Uh, I want some Jizz Maxlene. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna get some Jizz Maxlene here. <laughs> All right, so I would recommend everybody go to Twitter and follow follow at Tracker Trial. That's the at, the name on there is Maxwell Trial Tracker. Epstein's black book was authenticated today in court. This is significant as it allows attorneys to reference the black book as legitimate accounts of evidence, providing tools for prosecution to evaluate the motivations for Epstein possessing such relationships. Nice. That's important. <laughs> Exclusive. Jeffrey Epstein's access to the Clinton White House laid bare. Visitor logs reveal pedophile visited the former president at least 17 times including a dozen in 1994 and twice in one day on three separate occasions. Well, you know, pedophile's going to pedophile. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein visits to the Clinton White House. And here's the dates. I don't have to go through all of them, but it's uh, quite a few visits to uh, yeah. former president. How many times was Bill on that plane? Like 27 yeah, times or lot. something? 28 like 30 times? 30 or something. It was crazy. Yeah, it's good shit. But they never... You fucked kids together. No, they didn't do each other like that. No, wasn't like that. Just like Maxwell trial, exhibit images released. So here she is, and here's one of the fucking, I think that's one of the girls, one of the teenagers. Mm. You know, because she would do that Yeah. to uh, a random teenager you got. You just, like, hug her like that, you know. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Southern District of New York has released a number of images of Jeffrey Epstein, his private jets, and more during the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, where? It must not be here. It must be. Oh, let me minimize that and scooch over here. Now I'm going to do this. I'm starting to like this. <laughs> there was, um, I forget where I saw it. It might have been in here somewhere where they had, um, like, it was either a video or more in-depth pictures of the plane. The plane is actually... I've seen a video of the, the plane. The plane is yeah. sitting in uh, Georgia in a hangar. Yeah, it's on Instagram. You sent it to me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. All that, yeah. Okay, so that's where I... I, I knew, I thought I did that. Yeah. We need to pull up Instagram so yeah. I can just... We'll go over that real quick. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the reason I said everybody go follow that trial tracker is because we're going to kind of, uh, you know, be be watching that um, over time. But like, we'll just hit on a few things. Yeah, yeah, right here. What else did I send you? That was just a picture, though. I thought that would be a video. Oh no, I sent that to you because I wanted to try it. Oh, do you have it? Do you have it? No, it has to be done on an iPhone. Or, uh, uh, I don't have an Alexa. Okay, no, there's a, okay, then there's something else I, I saw where we have to do it on the iPhone, and you have the iPhone. Yeah. Oh yeah, this uh, the fucking yeah. Durham sitting in the fucking front row of the Red House yeah. trial. Yeah. Did What's you see that? the video? Because yeah, that's the yeah. guy where his feet disappear. Yeah. yeah. I I said that to you. Yeah. You, you, that's so fucking interesting. And then I told you about the Durham guy. Yeah. It's so interesting. All right. Uh. And here's that about satellites not existing. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. All the cable. Yeah. All right. Let's just fucking, since we're on Epstein, we're going to continue down this. 
creepy path. Oh, I hate that it does this. There we go. All right. The plane was dubbed the Lolita Express and was used to fly underage girls along with just Lane Maxwell. Like, there was beds, couches, fucking... There's the infamous table Bill Clinton sat at in the picture. Parked in southeast Georgia. It remains in a storage area at the Brunswick Golden Isle. I can't wait till somebody sneaks in there. Yeah, no shit. You know, like they did on his island, and somebody's going to get in there and get on that fucking plane. Yeah. It's great. It's so weird. Yeah, like what this person is. As the saying goes, if these walls could speak, what a horrible story it would tell. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I wonder what his new Lachette looks like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. These people oh, use fingerprint, and I, that shit's been wiped clean. Mm. There's nothing left. All right. Well, I guess we can get off Instagram now. Yeah. That was literally just that. Good call for remembering that I sent that. Yeah. All right, we'll get that. All right. So on this, the at tracker trial. Now there's there's two things everybody should follow. One of them is at tracker trial, and the other one is it's inside. Ah, fuck! I forget. We'll, we'll find it or something. Maybe not. Um, so, the picture of Pope John Paul with Epstein has been entered into evidence. Really? Uh-oh. Does that mean a pope? Was fucking kid, little little kids, Dave? I think so. Photos of Pope John Paul and Fidel Castro with Epstein. They're separate photos. Uh, let's see. Epstein visited the White House 17 times and Bill Clinton was president between 93 and 95. These visits occurred around the same time Ghislaine Maxwell was getting underage girls for his global sex ring. Let's get shit. Mm-hmm. Look at all those times. Yeah. Basically, oh. every few months he was there. Well, here it was a couple of days apart. And Bill sure likes his fucking little kids, yeah, doesn't he? He just likes to fuck. Yeah. Uh, we will soon find out what was found in Epstein's Palm Beach house during a police search. Stay tuned. Now, keep in mind, that tweet, as of recording, was three hours ago. So, like, this is something we're going to have to, like, we'll, we'll mark the day mm-hmm. that we recorded this. And, like, next time we record, go back. we'll... we'll Unless there's so much shit, like there's like too much to do just one episode. Right. But we'll do like the highlights then. But like, um, you know, it's been a while since we've really focused on Epstein. So uh, I will skip that. The assistant U.S. attorney says that it is relevant that Epstein had a collection of schoolgirl uniforms. Yeah, that'd be relevant. Um, let's see here. Here's all the 26 locations Bill Clinton flew with Jeffrey Epstein on the Lolita Express. You curious? Yeah, why not? Hey, fuck it. Huh? When the Jeffrey Epstein case was revealed, it devastated the global world. Uh, the eccentric billionaire socialite glow. Let's just fucking get to the... I just want to get to where. Yeah, and the fact that he had that picture of Bill in the Monica Lewinsky dress and mm-hmm. red shoes... It was a yeah. painting, obviously, but yeah. I'm sure it was a painting off of an actual picture that was taken that was said, you will never show anybody this. Right. And 
Jeffrey probably paid somebody to paint the picture or did it himself. Maybe Hunter Biden painted that. Could be. You know. Dave, if some rich pedophile called you up and said, hey, I want you to paint me this picture. I'd say no. Give you a shit ton of money. No. <laughs> All right. February 9, 2002, Miami International Airport to Westchester County Airport. Passengers Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Sean Koo. There were also a few unidentified passengers listed as four Secret Service members, two males, one female, and AP. Oh, that is. Associated Press? Maybe. Uh, March 19, 2002, New York to London. It's a long flight. Mm-hmm. Passengers include Bill Clinton, Doug Band. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Justine Maxwell, and Sean Koo. There were also three Secret Service members aboard the flight. March 21st, 2002, London to New York. So they came back a few days later. Passengers include Bill Clinton, Doug Ben, Jeffrey Epstein, Justine Maxwell, Sean Koo, and Naomi Campbell. Mm. There were also ten Secret Service members. So they picked up Secret Service while they were over Seven there. Seven Secret Service members over there. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Oops. May 2002. Oh, Jesus Christ. Went the, did the whole wrong thing there. Atsugi Naval Air Facility to Hong Kong. What the fuck they were doing? Passengers include Jeffrey Epstein, Justine Maxwell, Sean Koo, Bill Clinton, and Doug Band. There were five non-identified guests by the names of MCXG, Janice, Jessica, Pete, Rathgeb, and Six Packs. Interesting. At this point, I have to know who the fuck Sean Koo and Doug Band are because... Yeah. They're on every fucking So time. far, pretty much on every flight. I wonder flight. if that's his, I wonder if those are his, uh, fl- pilots. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's a Sean Koo, spelled the same way on IMDb. Theory, Sean Koo is Kathleen Stark. Ooh. Interesting. This is like one of those things mm-hmm. where, you know, for the next 19 hours we'll be digging in. Uh, theory. Sean Koo is Kathleen Stark, another link between Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein. An article from Mother Jones, its author Leland Nally questioned a woman who wished to remain, let's get rid of that, anonymous. Nally gave the woman the alias of Julie. Julie was an actress who met Epstein in New York in the early 1980s before he became a billionaire. As she put it, she was part of what she called a small core group of friends who remained in his life. According to Leland, Julie is not famous by any means, despite having been an actress, and no reporter would know about her unless they called every single person uh, in the Black Book. Julie, being a close friend of Epstein's, witnessed his rise firsthand and went to meetings with him to meet Les Wexner, in which Epstein told Julie, This guy has no life, and I'm going to give him a life which meant Epstein pimping girls out to Wexner and looking over his books to make sure no employees were stealing from him. Julie also said that she flew on Epstein's plane multiple times and even spent time with Bill Clinton's staffers and even met Virginia Giuffre. The main question I had while reading this article was this. How did Julie fly under the radar for so long? She is clearly a vital witness, whether she wants to admit it or not. Based on this, I looked at Epstein's flight logs yet again and searched for names that frequently showed up. One name stuck out, Sean Koo. This name appears up to 318 times between January 2000 and November 2005. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of flights, bro. Mm. I don't think I've been on a plane that many times. Yeah. I mean, I've flown a lot in my... I'm close to 300, probably. Are you? Yeah. I'm probably closer to, like, the 100 range, maybe. That's a lot. In five years? 
That's a lot. Yeah, not in five years. Mine's my 300s my whole life. Yeah. This name was on the same flights with Clinton and his Secret Service men, and even on flights with Prince Andrew and Virginia Dufresne. I know that this name has been brought up before, and some here have speculated that it could be a pilot. I believe, or you, well, that's what you said, Sean Koo is an alias, as others have speculated. I believe it is another alias for Julie, who claimed to have flown with the same people Sean Koo was recorded to have flown with. Well, I'd be, I'd like to ask Virginia Dufresne, like, who was on these fucking flights? Was did you do you know somebody named Sean, right. a guy or a girl named Sean, or did you know a Julie or a Kathleen Stark? Maybe uh, looking through Epstein's black book, I searched for the name Sean and Koo to see if anything would come up. One name came up when I was searching for the name Koo that piqued my interest: Koo Stark, which appears on page fifty-one. Like Leland says, Julie's name did not have any special notations which obviously doesn't say anything, as there are many names where it is like that as well, and only has two numbers, one of which happens to be a London area code. I searched for the name Koo Stark and discovered that this is the same actress whose real name is Kathleen Norris Stark. An actress who played the titular role of Emily in the 1976 erotica film The Awakening of Emily, and who also played the role of Cammie Marstrap? In the first Star Wars film, a role which was cut out in the, of the, in the final cut of the film. She has no major roles outside of these films and has fallen in, into obscurity. What is also interesting about Kathleen Stark is that she is also, is also was a lover of Prince Andrew. That's what it, that's how it, yeah. uh, it's not me being a retard. Whom she met in 1981. That is interesting. If Kathleen Stark is in fact the Julie in Nally's article, this puts her friendship with Epstein in a whole new light. It, is also, it also reinforces the theory that Epstein met Andrew far earlier than Andrew claims and could have very likely have been introduced to Epstein via Kathleen Stark. If that's the case, then Kathleen Stark could very likely be Julie and Sean Koo and also provides the, proves. proves that there are more aliases of potential witnesses than we have been led on to believe. Interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I thought pilot automatically, but yeah, it makes more sense, I guess. I like it. Oh, this is so much fun. Like, uh, dig into this. What was the other name? Doug Band? Doug Band, yeah. Doug Band! (laughs) We should start a band and call it Doug Band. (laughs) You can be Dave Dave. Yeah. And and I'll be, um, (laughs) Eggy Elk Uno. That's Doug Band, huh? Yeah. Douglas J. Bannon is an American businessman and lawyer. He's a founding partner and former president of Tenio. Oh, yeah. A multinational C-suite advisory firm and investment bank. Previously, he was deputy assistant to President Bill Clinton in the White House and later counselor to President Bill Clinton. Band was the key architect of the Clinton post-presidency and known pedophile. Oh, that's interesting. It's cool to actually finally start putting this on there. Yeah, we should just go into Wikipedia and <laughs> start update adding the it. stuff. Yeah. You know, the stuff that we know to be true, allegedly true. Well, so I'm sure Doug Ban wasn't just on there because he was a uh, deputy assistant to Bill Clinton. Yeah. He was on there because he was fucking kids too. Really. Yep. Oh, exactly. All right. So where we were, we were right here, right? 
then May 23rd, literally the next day. So you go to fucking Hong Kong just overnight. He goes for the lady boys. Yeah. <laughs> Hong Kong to Shenzhen Bowen International Airport. Guests include Epstein, Maxwell, Ku, Clinton, Band. The four non-identified guests are MCXG, Janice, Jessica, and Pete Rathgen. So this time they didn't have any Secret Service with them. Yeah, unless these were the Secret Service first names. I think MCXG is a fucking rapper name or something. I know that. I've seen that name before. Look him up. Or, or it's a director or something. I know that name. MCXG. That's not it. Who the fuck am I thinking? There's a director with a weird name like that. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Not sure yeah, exactly matter. what you're... I don't remember. When I see it again, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Then, from the the same day, from Shenzhen Bowen International Airport to Singapore, a Changi Airport, passengers include Epstein, Maxwell, Ku, Clinton, Band, non-identifying guests, uh, same people. Then May 25th, so I say two days, Bangkok yeah, to Brunei mm-hmm. International Airport. Passengers include Epstein, Maxwell, Ku, Clinton, Band, MCXG, Janice, Jessica, Pete, Rathgeb. Uh, same day, Singapore to Bangkok, all the same people. And then July 13th, 2002, Santa Maria Airport in Porto. Puerto Rico, maybe? Well, yeah, what would... Uh, PTB. Either way, to New York. Passengers include... Yeah, it probably is Puerto Rico. Uh, include Jeffrey Epstein, just like Maxwell, Ku, Clinton, Band. Non-identified guests include AP, CL, Mike, and eight Secret Service members. It's hmm. crazy. I, it makes you wonder, like, how many Secret Service guys are assigned to... A former, former well, he was former at that point, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, that was during, because 2001, it was Bush was in yeah, office. Yeah. So I want to know how many Secret Service get assigned to a former president full time. Because at a certain point, if he's got eight, unless somehow Doug Band was also getting Secret Service detail, and you had overlap of that, because... Epstein's not getting Secret Service detail. No, Maxwell's not, not getting it. Sean Koo wouldn't get it. But we don't know who APCL and Mike are. Right. We don't know who they are. But let's assume when they just put their initials. They're kids. I assume they're children. So you probably have AP is Anna Pulaski and CL is Christine Lang or something like that. Sure. And and, and Mike is. Mike. Fuck knows. You know. Mike. Mike Obama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could Michael be. Richardson. Yeah, it could be. Um, but eight seems like a lot. It, it almost yeah. makes me wonder, like, did maybe Bill Clinton make some connections with some uh, pedo Secret Service, and they're like, uh, he requests them to be on detail, yeah. and they're, because you don't need eight. Well, he had ten at that one time. Yeah, well, you don't need ten. I, I Let's just look real quick. How many Secret Service... Members get assigned to the president after leaving office. I know they get them for like 40 years or something. Typical D they appears to be around 30 for daily assignment based on what's available on the net. 
I would guess that's split on watch assignments. Past presidents appear to have watch assignments also two to four per watch. Two to four. But that's during, while they're president. Yeah, but it says past presidents appear to have. Huh. Um. Just get the fucking. Where's the one? Where's that, the one that you started reading? Yeah, I don't. That's stupid. I hate this shit. Um. Oh, it varies by by president. It's probably what they request. He didn't need fucking. On average, two to four. So, two to four. So four were for Clinton and four were for Band. Or it was unless ap and cl were also some level right. of getting secret service and they each had their two or four or whatever could be I, let's let's go with that okay. just so we can say we answered the question right, moving right along uh, then you got same day ratbat massachusetts to santa maria airport villa do porto puerto rico yes yeah, just probably as puerto rico passengers include epstein maxwell ku clinton band ap cl mike and eight secret service members all right. September 21st, New York to Santa Maria Airport. Like the Puerto Rico. Isn't that where? Wait. Yeah, that's where his that's island, where his island is. is. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it? I think or so. whatever down there. Yeah, I think it was. Um, all right. Passengers includes Clinton Spacey, Kevin Spacey. I'll read full names here because we got some good ones on this one. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, Sean Koo, Shante Davies, Andrea Mitrovich, and Doug Band. Non-identified guests include CL, David Slang, Jim Kennedy, Eric Nonax, Rodney Swatter or Swater, Casey and Laura Wasserman. Laura Wasserman Schultz. Remember her? The uh, the cunt that was trying to like do shit with Hillary. Uh, that was it. Wasserman. Laura Wasserman. I want to say um, what. Uh, Ron Durkle and Gail Smith. Some big names. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Who was the Wasserman Schultz? She's an American attorney. Well known for her celebrity clients. Oh, but that's Wasser, though. It's not Wasserman. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not the same person. So who is she? Which one is she? You got me. It's it's her. Okay. She looks like she's fucking half um, Down syndrome. All right. <laughs> let's keep going here. Uh, Casey and Laura. All right. <clears throat> Accra GH to Abuja NG. Whatever that is. Passengers include Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, this is, by the way, this is the next day. Chris Tucker, Jeffrey Epstein, Justine Maxwell, Sean Koo, Sean T. Day, all the same people, basically. I don't see any different names. Mm, no, September 24th, uh, Abuja NG to Kigali, Rwanda. Maybe. Um, looks same like, people. Okay, the only, yeah, looks like the exact same fucking group. Nobody's added, nobody's gone. Mm. I wonder who CL is. Uh, then Kigali, Rwanda to Maputo, MZ, wherever that is. 
I don't even know if that's Rwanda. I'm just saying. Yeah, RW, whatever it is. Uh, all the same people. So these were on, they were on a fucking tour. Trip. It looks yeah, like Maputo to Cape Town, Cape Town to Johannesburg. We've we've not picked up any new people or gotten rid of anybody. I wonder what this oh, no, trip. We've was. added people. We've added Ira Magaziner. Where's that? On September 25th, we added that person. Very last name. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so Ira. Magaziner. Magaziner <laughs> gets added to the mix mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is there for through Cape Town to Johannesburg. Johannesburg to Cape Town, we lost some people. <laughs> now we're down to Clinton, Spacey, Tucker, Bant. Wait, where in the fuck is... Uh, Just lean and Jeff what, Where the hell stayed, did... They stayed in Cape Town. Yeah, so they stayed in Cape Town and these went on they took his plane <laughs> yeah they took his fucking plane. so they basically stole uh epstein and maxwell's plane yeah and well sean coo's gone too so coo stayed with epstein and maxwell oh, yeah because hey, right. coo's not here yeah Mit- so, M- mitrovich got off doug band stayed on uh, mitrovich is gone uh cl's off mm-hmm. so there's certain people that are staying with epstein so cl's a child Gotta be. CL has to be a child. Um, wow. CL had to service all these fucking people. Holy shit. Yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, isn't they went, uh, Spacey they went, gay? Yeah, he liked little boys, yeah. That's interesting. So they went to Cape Town to Johannesburg on the 27th, and then the very next day they flew back to Cape Town. Yeah. And then they stayed in Cape Town with them until they went to Paris. Yeah. Accra. No. Cape Town, and then it's Accra to Paris. Yeah. So, but we don't have a Cape Town to Accra. No. Well, they're only these are the only ones Bill Clinton was on. So there's other flights in between all of these. It's the very probably. next day, though. Well, I know, but Bill Clinton didn't go from Cape Town to Accra. Oh. Uh, Somehow he they're, they're not listing it here. I know it's the next day, but like. Yeah, maybe he drove. Maybe they drove to Accra. I don't know what the fuck it is. What is Accra G G H? Ghana. So Ghana and Cape Town. Isn't Cape Town New Zealand? Oh, Africa, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Cape Town. What was it? Z. What yeah, was South it? Africa. Yeah, what was the thing? Cape Town to Accra. Let's say. Say how far it is. Oh, yeah, from there to there. They didn't drive that, dude. Fuck no. They could have taken a boat. Yeah, maybe. It's 4,000 miles. So. 101 hours. 4,832 miles to go from Cape Town to Accra. Okay. Well, anyways, it seems like we're missing a flight here somewhere. Um, but we're back with uh, most of the people. CL, and now we've added CD mm-hmm. to the mix. Yep. So they they picked up a CD while they were in <laughs> uh, Accra. And then on same day, well, we got a couple of flights here on the 29th, buddy. Yeah, you, Paris yeah. to London, we got... We dropped off CD. Yeah, we got rid of CD. We got rid of a handful. Mitrovich. Yeah. Oh, no, she's there. All right, and... We got rid of... Then uh, we got Cape Town to Accra again. Wow, they did a lot of flying on back that Back and day. forth, man. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We got any new people? 
How'd they pick CD back up? I don't know, dude. That's what I'm trying to... I, I'm thinking certain names weren't on the list every single time. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Clinton was on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you he was. I bet you there were full-blown flights where they didn't even do a log. Mm-hmm. These are just the logs that they have, right. which means I bet if you double or triple this is the true number of how many times Clinton... He's yeah. just being hit with the ones he's actually logged, oh, logged on. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, notice there's no fucking um, Secret Service listed on any of these. Yeah. Uh, we, we dropped off the Secret Service uh, about 18 flights ago. Yeah, but we picked them back up in 2003. Yeah. All right, so now we go to November. So that was 02. Now we go to November 23, 2003. Brussels uh, to Oslo. Passengers include Epstein, Mitrovich, Band, and Clinton. This is the first time I've seen Maxwell not be on... And Epstein not beyond that Clinton's yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, none identified and four Secret Service members and 3K. The fuck would 3K be, I wonder? Mm. KKK. So probably... A clan member? A clan member of some kind. Grand Wizard? Yeah. <laughs> Grand Wizard Joe Biden. Oh, she, Oslo. So to, she wasn't on the plane to Oslo because she was already there. Yeah, to Novosibirsk. Masters include Epstein, Mitrovich, Maxwell. Koo. Koo stays with Maxwell. Band and Clinton non-identified badges to four Secret Service members. Uh, Novosibirsk to Hong Kong. Passengers include Epstein, Mitrovich, Maxwell, Ku, Band, Clinton, four Secret Service members. Hong Kong to Chengdu. Uh, I believe that's China, right? That's my guess. Passengers include Epstein, Mitrovich, Maxwell, Ku, Clinton. Uh, non-identified guests includes DB, Ira Magaziner, and four Secret Service. I wasn't there. I wonder if that's D.B. Cooper. Or it could be you. It's not me. Dave? I would put, it'd be D.A.V. I always put my three initials. Where were you on November 9th, 2003? <laughs> sure as fuck wasn't in Hong Kong. With Epstein and Maxwell? Have yeah. you been fucking children? Chengdu be to more famous. Beijing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't know who Sean Koo is. Epstein, Mitrovich, Maxwell, Koo, Clinton, uh, D.B., I am... Jantel Tori, Joe Rubin, Joe Novich, and Scott Ruber. There you go. Wow. That's interesting. I kind of want to go look at all these names. And yeah. All right, let's keep going. A few people on Epstein's, okay, on Epstein's Black Book. Clinton, Prince Andrew, Donald Trump, Bill Cosby, Tony Blair, Ron Burkle, Chelsea Clinton, Henry Kissinger, Alec Baldwin. He didn't pull the trigger. John Kerry, he didn't even point the gun at him. Woody Allen and Melania Trump. The Black Book emerges day four of the Maxwell trial. I like it. Uh, The only reliable shadow band test is... Okay, that's... I'm not doing that. Alec Baldwin is confirmed as present in Epstein's Black Book. Was there ever a doubt? Well, yeah. During the trial today, Alessi, the house cleaner said he had to clean up the massage room and saw large dildos. He would put these in a basket filled with pornographic tapes. Hold your pants, Dave. The house also had photos of Donald Trump, the Pope, and he thinks Fidel Castro. Now, I just want to say something. If some crazy fucking bullshit, the CIA decides to come in here, Ryan's too fucking noisy with his exposing of our schemes throw some child porn on his computer we'll raid his house we'll arrest him 
He had a standee of Donald Trump. Donald Trump must be a fucking pedophile. I was just gonna say that. I was like, Get the fuck out of here. We have a we have a standee of Donald Trump in our in our podcast studio. That does not mean that he was here ever. You know what I mean? You have a poster of this chick. Yeah. Doesn't mean she's been here ever. No. People that had like I have a Spider-Man. picture with her, and it doesn't all right. of a sudden. It, like if she murders somebody tomorrow, it doesn't make me an associate to her murder. Right. If you. CIA comes in and puts child porn on my computer doesn't make me one a pedophile or her a pedophile or Donald Trump. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't many, make you. How many girls like, had Johnny Depp's picture on their wall? Does that mean Johnny Depp was at their house? No, it yeah, doesn't. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, so the fact that we they they what's fucking retarded to me is they had to include it. Well, the house yeah. included photos of Donald Trump. Yeah, because he was probably a target of Epstein's. He needed to have Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and he was pissed that he threw him out of the fucking. Yeah. Um, Del Mar, what the fuck it is? Yep. All right. Now, the, you know, the, the big thing is, is you know, the uh, we don't have Donald Trump on the fucking plane 137 times like we have right. Bill Clinton. Uh, Epstein's black book was authenticated today in court. This significant allows attorneys to reference the black. Well, I read that one. Um, get ready to see more powerful people quitting their jobs and positions. Les Wexner just stepped down as the chair of the Columbus Partnership. He's also the, uh, well, we'll get to it in this. He was the primary billionaire client of Epstein. He was the owner of Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, Express, and Bath and & Body Works. Wow. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. Um, so he's fucked, basically. Mm-hmm. Murdoch Media Empire employee and News Corp journalist Piers Morgan photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell. Same thing. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean he's a fucking pedophile. I mean, right. it could be. Alec Ball, okay, yeah, we've already... Why does he tweet the same thing multiple uh, times? Um, I think he keeps just putting more people's names in there and what page it's on. Here we go. Jeffrey Epstein and Senator Dianne Feinstein's husband were co-investors in an exclusive private equity fund. Epstein invested $30 million in a private equity fund alongside Feinstein's husband. Uh, Epstein would get up to three massages per day, morning, afternoon, and evening, according to Alessi. Uh, and then this. This is what we'll end on okay. for this episode, because we're, we're getting to that point. Uh, Reddit user Maxwell Hill is 99% likely to be Ghislaine Maxwell. That user posted nearly every day for 14 years up until Maxwell's arrest, mm. and then it has stopped since. Interesting. Yeah. Here is more evidence. So um, today is the one-year anniversary of Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest and the last day that Maxwell Hill posted on Reddit. Let's review the evidence that Maxwell Hill was Ghislaine Maxwell's account. Here's the original post of the evidence being Ghislaine Maxwell that I gathered. The post was also featured in an article by the Daily Mail. I am now certain that Maxwell Hill account was operated by Ghislaine Maxwell. Um Maxwell Hill, moderator slash lead moderator of many huge subs like World News, Politics, and Technology. User has since been removed from Politics and Technology subs. User is a Redditor since 2006. First one to collect 1 million karma, now 8th most linked linked karma and a charter member. Maxwell Hill is a very active Reddit user who produces highly upvoted posts every day, and there has been no posting at all since just saying Maxwell was arrested. Post nearly every day for 14 years up until Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest. Gaps in posting line up with Maxwell's mother's death and the 
uh, Kleiner Perkins party where Ellen K. Powell reported seeing Maxwell and the Terramar Project speech. Uh, goes around correcting the age of consent in various countries, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, it, it's fascinating that she, she would be. Well, just you know, the age of consent in whatever fucking country is fourteen years old. Right. Like, listen, bitch, we don't care. Right. <laughs> Unless you're like a pedophile, or mm-hmm. you know, no, you might come down for that someday. You wouldn't go around trying to like. Uh, post articles about why we shouldn't legalize child exploitation material. Why we should. Why we should legalize, yeah, sorry. Why we should legalize child exploitation material. Another odd thing to go around mm, saying. Next one too. Uh, gripes about overzealous child protection laws. <laughs> Moderator of environment and small subreddit EnviroAction. Many posts about ocean protection. Just like Maxwell had her submarine licenses was mm-hmm. all about that. Yep. Uh, user claims to be born in December, and Wikipedia shows December 25th birthday for Maxwell. Mm-hmm. It's weird that that cunt would be born on Christmas, right? Uh, another user states, winter doesn't start until December 21st, at which point user states their birthday is after December 21st. Yeah, because it's 25th. The user, Maxwell Hill, may be a combination of her surname and the family home in the U.K., Headington Hill Hall. Account spams strictly liberal propaganda, but doesn't seem to have mentioned anything Epstein-related. User is not some other person from Malaysia, as world news mods have said here and here. Maxwell Hill says she only visited Malaysian countries. Maxwell Hill AMA strongly suggests user is British. User was accused of corruption, auto-deleting mentions of their own account and more. Uh... Uh, Gizmodo article on the user, the story of the most successful woman or man slash woman on Reddit a couple weeks ago. Matt Honan wrote about the most viral people on the internet. At the top of that list was Maxwell Hill, the first and only Reddit user to achieve 1 million link karma points. Uh, this user is the true conspiracy of Reddit, has a swarm of likes following any posts, and a demon's army to refute any dislikes. Impossible to block completely. This account is at the crux of propaganda and BS of Reddit. User A N Utensil and Utensil is the moderator of most subs. Maxwell is moderator of most posts are submits. Uh, most posts are submits very similar to Maxwell. Might be a sock puppet by Maxwell to flood her ideology into more subreddits and have more power when her moderator role is questioned. Here are the two mega threads I made about the documents that have been unsealed in the case against Maxwell so far. And then there's, so you could like go into that. Anyways, um, yeah. And the only other thing which I won't get into, but I, uh, oh, it, it was this, uh, one of the subreddits of that by Maxwell Hill. This is one of the things they posted. Three strong reasons child porn must be re-legalized in the coming decade. Jesus. I mean, we're just putting it out there, right? Clearly, it was just Lane Maxwell, obviously. Alessi mm-hmm. um, says Maxwell would sleep in Epstein's room. She saw hundreds. Alessi says she saw hundreds of females by Epstein's pool in Palm Beach. 75% of the time, they were topless. Uh, Goldman sexy Lloyd Blank, Blankfein photographed alongside just Lane Maxwell dated April 2013. What was the one? Oh, it must have been on a different thing. Anyways, 
<clears throat> it was a, uh, so this is, we're basically day five right now yeah. of the trial. Yep. So whenever we do this again, we'll go from whatever day it is back to five mm-hmm. and see if there's any like highlights. But, uh, there was something else. It was a document that got released, you know, into, or put into evidence that was got, you know, released publicly, like some of these other things. And it was a 50 page document of the, like, if you were in a, like, a house assistant, like, basically, like a, a maid or a butler or whatever mm-hmm. at, say, the Palm Beach house for Epstein, it's 50 page manual of your job. Jesus Christ. And I fell asleep at about page 25 last night and woke up early this morning and finished it this morning. I read the whole 50 page fucking manual. And they're like, they're nothing super juicy in it, mm-hmm. but I was kind of thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to print this and I'm going to hand it to my wife and I'm going to say, this is what I expect. From you. <laughs> <laughs> cause like, it's weird. Cause in the thing it, it's goes through all the, it's like, it literally breaks down. Like it has a grocery list every day before work or before, before showing up, you must go to the grocery store and buy these particular items. Uh, Mr. Epstein likes this and this and this for breakfast. Maxwell likes this, this, and this for breakfast. And you, you must buy this newspaper and this newspaper. And it's like, it, it's all this. And then each room, what you must clean and dust. And, and this must be done every six months. And this must be done daily. And they, Jesus Christ. It, it's like, and, and every room had its own fucking, it was, it was so interesting. And I was like, talk about a fucking micromanager. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Um, I think the reason it got put into evidence is though it it does say um it mentions um like a massage table room clean and all that and then like that kind of a thing. So it's carrying on that he did get massages there. Mm-hmm. So at this at a certain point you'd have to you'd have to prove that all these young girls that didn't know each other hypothetically other than maybe the parties they all came up with this bullshit story that they all massaged you and you fucked the, all of them and yeah. fingered them and all that. And none of that ever happened, but yet, and, and they all decided they would come up with this bullshit story that they all got brought into a room to massage you originally. Mm-hmm. You liked massages. You know what I mean? So right. I think that's why this manual got put in there. It's just interesting seeing like getting into the mind of these fucking people, I guess it's, it's fascinating to me. Anyways, other than that, I don't really think there's a whole lot that came out in the first three days beyond... I'm surprised she's still alive. Me too. It is interesting. But I think I, I think she was his... So, it's kind of like Pinky in the Brain. If... Uh, who, Pinky was the dumb one, right? But, like, Pinky be the one was the mastermind. You know what I mean? Right. So... Or, no, I think I said Brain that. Brain was the mastermind. Brain was a little mastermind. Pinky was a, what are we going to do today? Mm-hmm. SpongeBob. <laughs> um, but it would be like the Brain hoisting Pinky for everybody to think was the mastermind, but Brain was really the mastermind. Just laying his Brain, but hoisted Pinky, who is Epstein, right. as, oh, he's the one in charge here. Right. He's the one. No, he was the one they could, she could get the girls. Test them out on him to make sure they would perform on these other people 
so that they could blackmail these other people. Epstein was the dry run of that, and that's what was going on here. She is the true one that's the secret. This is why it didn't matter if they killed him or he disappeared or whatever. She's the one they're protecting, and the reason she's protected is probably because of the fucking connection to fucking England and uh, mm-hmm. Israel and all this shit. She's working for multiple intelligence agencies. Right. But it does beg the question, like, you know. You think anything will come of it? I don't know, dude. It's, that's why I'm so interested in it, because I'm so curious, like, how much are they actually going to let out? You know what I mean? What irritates me is they keep trying to throw Trump's fucking name into everything. Mm-hmm. Well, tr- Trump was on his plane twice, or whatever they tried right. saying. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe Trump fucked a fucking little kid. I don't know, dude. I doubt it. But, you know. Anyways, so we'll end it here. Uh, Thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, dude, for sure. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.
Hey, we're going to find a lawn dart set. Amazon. We're going to find the great paper bed sheets. Amazon. We're going to find the Chicago Cubs signed baseball and bat set. Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. I'm gloving it. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again? When I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network. And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.